Ladies and gentlemen, it's show to hand red. Show 200. That means no intro song, and it also means that I can say woohoo, Luke. Woohoo, Luke. Woohoo, Fro. Woohoo, everybody. Show 200, exactly. Yeah. Uh, let let me say woohoo, Tilly. Woohoo, Fro. Woohoo, Luke, and woohoo, everybody. Have you missed me? What? 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 What is this? <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? There's something wrong with with, with this podcast. Are, are, are we t- two years ago or something? More than a half year ago? Has <laughs> <laughs> yes, someone gone back to the past? A, a time machine? All of a sudden, we have Tilly here. This this feels very very strange. Hi, Tilly. Hey, it's the magic of two hundred. Back to the past. Yeah. Back to the past. I'm a Rajak. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, uh, you have not done anything since we spoken to you last time. It's not like you given birth to a kid or something. No, nothing like that. Not um, no. living the complete mummy life or anything now. No, we're going to talk about that. But before we do that, we have a special intro song. That's why you didn't hear any intro song in the intro. You just heard me woohooing. Uh, I'm going to preface this with uh, it's uh, Luke's favorite uh, Eurovision song from me last year. It's uh, Love is Forever uh, by Leonora. And I'm going to play that song for you in three, two, one, go. Podcasting to the world every week, 200 shows is not our peak. Learning about stuff, I wonder if we had enough. I hope you make you laugh, the world is also sad. Please get political. <laughs> and who are we to part? Two jerks, one with no job. Let's sing the title of the show. Another digital, another digital citizen, another digital, another digital citizen, just a podcast, yes, here in Florida's we have sun snow and sun and even rain, so don't you ever, never Give up on us Listen to me, let's do a podcast from But now we're here, even if you don't care, it's 200 shows <laughs> Aliens and that Nazi treasure train <laughs> The sub is too big, we had an episode about fucking Scientology Another digital Another digital citizen Another digital Another digital citizen Just a podcast, yes, you stressed We have fun in snow and sun and even rain 
Please don't ever, ever give up on us. Fro can't hit the high notes. Okay. But don't ever forget, love is a good mademoiselle. Life will join up hell. What? we mon ami. Wood from every pod. All we need is podcast. The truth is valid. Norske vanske språk. Ingen vil forstå. Now the title in French. Notre Sion. Notre Sion de nom ami. Notre Sion. Notre Sion de nom ami. Just a podcast, yes, you will flow with stress. We have fun in snow and sun and even rain. So don't you ever give up on us. Woohoo! Woo <laughs> <laughs> I think you killed Luke halfway through that. <laughs> I choked on... I choked on my soda because I was laughing and trying not to spit it all over my computer. <laughs> Just turn your head uh, away. Oh, that was so much fun to make. So what were you saying in French? That's what I was about je to ask. M'appelle, yeah. Je m'appelle mon ami. <laughs> yeah. So I took every, like, French... Uh, so there's a, a French part in this, uh, in this uh, original... So right. I took every like every like uh, French word I knew of, and I was like, okay, I put it in one one one, <laughs> one part of the song. But so you saying the thing my is, name is my friends? <laughs> like and I and the Eiffel Tower baguette and things like that. But the thing that have bothered me is learning the title of the show in French. That is so fucking hard. I called the French embassy to get help with the phonetic (laughs) (laughs) way of saying saying the title in French and singing the title in French of the song, Notre Cition de Nomerique. Thank you. The dedication here. This is Mm -hmm. relevant to like, what, six months ago when all of a sudden this podcast had like a massive listener base in France for some reason, and we didn't know why. <laughs> it was like all of a sudden we had hundreds of people listening from France, and we think it had to do with the Yellow Vest movement at the time. Uh, uh. Right. But it was weird. Like all of a sudden, all these people from France all of a sudden started listening to this podcast. I, I think that is a great tie-in, Fro. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's fucking Nazi thrashing train. <laughs> so back to Tilly. Uh, so Tilly, uh, tell us you have been gone for so very very long. Long. Uh, what have you done since uh, we talked to you, other than uh, uh, being pregnant and uh, having well, a son? Yeah. I, I finished being pregnant and did the whole giving birth thing. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so just tied them up at the same time. Uh, strange how that works. <laughs> yeah, really odd. Uh, I went yeah. from being absolutely massive to almost normal shape over overnight, <laughs> almost. Um, I've moved house. Okay. That was uh, interesting with a three-month-old. 
Right. Um, so always moving is always a hassle. Yeah, and the place that we moved into, the guy that lived there before was. Well, let's just say the council had to fumigate the place three times before any workmen could come in here. Oh my oh, gosh! Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. Um, so we had a lot to do in a week with a three-month-old who was exclusively breastfed in a heat wave, and we don't have a car. So <laughs> that was. Uh, I'll say it was interesting. I'll also say it's probably one of the most stressful times of my life. But we did it. We're in. We've now got a flat that's got Finn's own bedroom. Yes, he's oh, called yeah, Finn. Because, <laughs> yes, we, we didn't mention that after yes, no. Finn Balor, of course. Yes, and his middle names are Morgan Bryan after my dad and Dick's dad. Okay. Because I wanted Morgan Bryan, just those two names, and Dick said that he's not calling his son Morgan, and he was Ben for the whole of the pregnancy. And as soon as I gave birth, Dick sort of looked at him, looked at me, and said, well, after all that, I think you can have your name. So he's, <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> and deservedly so. I was in labour for like a week. Like, yeah. yeah. He didn't look it, like it, Ben. It, it's strange how, how uh, things... Uh, because uh, for, for, for new listeners... Uh, Tilly was from with us from episode uh, one to a hundred and something, a hundred and something. <laughs> I was going to say something, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have I no which... idea. It had to have been like a hundred and fifty or something, right? I mean, yeah, it was a hundred and hundred. very pregnant. <laughs> Whatever it got <laughs> up to in that. <laughs> A hundred and very pregnant, yes. Yes. Uh, so she she was uh, the first uh, uh, in the trio. We have missed you tremendously. Uh, I'm sure many listeners have missed you as well. Uh, oh, don't all cry. I really miss <laughs> you guys. I miss this whole thing. Yeah. Well, I, I've already cried this week because we, we, we got an uh, iTunes review. Uh, our first fucking iTunes review. I'm so incredibly proud of that. Uh, oh, it was, was a good one then. I was like, did you cry because it was horrible? Or no, <laughs> was no, really nice? no. It was very, 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 very nice. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I must admit, I, I felt some tears. Uh, it's. Uh, it was it's, a genuine uh, review is the thing. It wasn't just like... Oh, good podcast. Way to go. Uh, whatever. It was... They clearly had listened and made points in the in the review that was like, these are the parts I like. This is the stuff that's interesting. And it was like, okay, wow. That's that's pretty cool. Oh, so yay. It's, it's from For Your Reference Podcast. Is our, what they are called. They gave us five stars and said, uh, title, great listen. In the sea of similar uh, podcasts, this one stands out. Started off with their 199th show and enjoyed hearing them discuss the latest news. Subscribe and listen now. Aww. Aww. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking through, like, the old show log, Fro, just to see, like, when Tilly showed up, uh, when or when, when Tilly took off as far as like when she got pregnant the weird part is like when Tilly got pregnant it was like she would be on a show and then she wouldn't be on a show and then you would be on a show it was like really because 
Tilly, you were really busy. Obviously, people should know <laughs> when you get pregnant, it's a very busy time in your life, <laughs> right? Yes. And when you also have chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia on top of pregnancy. <laughs> and you're dealing with uh, housing at the time as, as well and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God, the stress of that place. Yeah, we were in a one-bedroom, very small flat. I seem to remember to move in. you being on, like, the Scam Baiting podcast, which was episode 101, yeah. I want to say. So somewhere around there has to be when you got pregnant, uh, is, is what it's looking like to me. But I, I, I wanted to go back to our very first podcast and talk about that. And I think it's <laughs> incredibly relevant to this week because our very first topic that we discussed was a news topic. And back then we didn't really do the news as like different stories. We start the very first episode we did one news topic and we decided we were going to talk about that news topic. And our very first episode, the news topic we decided to discuss, believe it or not, guys, US gun violence. Is that yep. <laughs> serendipitous or what? <laughs> well, I think it's just quite telling of, you know, Things don't change. Right. This was, uh, of course, Septem uh, September, no, October 2015. October. Yeah. Yeah. October 2015 where our, was our show. I, I think I know the date. I'm, I'm not 110% sure, but it, it's in the middle of October. Some, October 14th, uh, 2015. Yeah, 14th, we, yeah. we discussed, in the news, we talked about U.S. gun violence, which is incredibly... Mm -hmm relevant to right now and then we also the mm -hmm. very first main topic we did was flat earth theory of course yeah of course which is still totally mm -hmm. a thing and it is still totally flat i know i mean the <laughs> logan paul just came out with that weird fake uh, not just came out but this year came out with that weird fake documentary Taking thing entry. about it and there was yeah. a netflix documentary about it this year as well uh, and this is the stuff we were talking about in 2015 it's very very strange I, so I, just I, copying I'll, us. Yeah, do you know what? Uh, we have another story like that because uh, we we covered last week. We 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 covered a news uh, thing, and uh, my favorite YouTube uh, channel covered it after us. So yeah, we had a. See, you got way yeah. more listeners than you think. You you influencers. <laughs> And this this was like a totally random story about a, a cop yep. uh, and his McChicken sandwich, and it wasn't like something that was like a big giant story in um, no. anywhere really. And for them to pick it up as well was pretty interesting and very cool. Yeah, it was very cool. But uh, I have a question for you, Tilly. Uh Have you seen any movies uh, since uh, last time? <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, if if if, uh, if old listeners uh, don't remember, uh, Tilly um, maybe don't have the best record in watching movies. Maybe. Yeah, I kind of have to be made to watch movies. I did put on <laughs> a random Christmas. Is it Arthur Christmas? I watched that on yeah. Netflix because I wanted something to put on for Finn, and I tried the Emojis movie, and oh my goodness. it drove me insane, so I didn't didn't carry on with that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst movie of, la of last year, right, from the Emojis movie? Yeah, that was yeah, that was my worst pick. Yeah, yeah my it's pick bad. for the worst movie. Yeah. See, this it's is why I don't watch movies. The ones I put on are just awful. <laughs> 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 but I just thought I shouldn't keep putting things like Rick and Morty on 
for Finn because he's starting to say things now. Right. Okay. And between Rick and Morty oh, yeah. and Archer, I didn't want his first sentence to be like, holy shit, snacks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Tilly? Uh, Luke has started watching uh, that show now. Rick and Morty. I just started it, yep. what, three weeks ago or something? Three <gasps> weeks ago, yeah. Right. <gasps> After I finished all the seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which I watched this year for the first time, I'd never seen an episode of that. I know you turned me oh on to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think. Mm-hmm, I did. So yeah. good. Yeah. Rick and Morty, yeah. It's it's so amazing. We could do a whole podcast about that. So, uh, other than moving, uh, you are a mom, and that's why you're not on the podcast anymore. Anything you want to say to all listeners, other than that you miss them? Um, well, I don't know. I think I found that the key to my anxiety and depression and everything was having a child. <laughs> so if, you, if you're sad, just pop a baby out. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it, it worked the for miracle, me. <laughs> the miracle cure for sadness. I feel like yeah, that's well, bad advice, but sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Luke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, don't don't actually heed my advice. But no, no. It, I'm having a lot of fun being a mum and taking him to parent and baby groups and trying to do as much as I can with him. And especially, you know, I get to play with toys and things again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. Are you buying him like wrestling action figures yet or is it still just little little kid toys? Uh still little kid toys, but he does have a Finn Balor mask because oh, he needed yeah, one. Yeah. It had to happen. Yeah. Um and yeah, he tends to like playing with everything that isn't his toys. It's always on my iPad constantly. It's not mm. my iPad anymore, it's his. Are you guys watching WWE right now? Me and Fro have kind of fallen off from WWE. We're more, I guess, leaning towards the AEW side right now. Would you say, Fro? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would say so, yeah. Yeah, no, we've not watched. The closest I've done to watching WWE was when I went to download for the day for the uh, NXT UK. Oh, right. I remember that. Thing on the Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I went to that. I didn't realize. I think, is it, are the three shows that they televised for it? Or is it just one and they cut everything I, together? I think it was three. I'm not 110% sure. I really should watch the third one then because I might be, I was ringside. So Ooh. I should have a look. Because I watched the first one and I figured that they'd just sort of chop the best bits all together and then didn't bother watching right. the next two because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be the download ones. But that was very good. Oh, highly enjoyable. I would uh, recommend- being ringside checking out AEW if you get a chance. Uh, maybe not for Finn because their last, well, not, not their last show, the show before, got a little bloody, right? But uh, oh. uh, there's a lot of really <laughs> good wrestling that. <laughs> on, the, on that new AEW show and it's going to be like a big contender to WWE, so I would say check it out and tell Dick about it for sure. Okay, I think Dick's been watching highlights and things. Because he still, we don't watch the WWE things, but he still watches all of the YouTube shows that right. talk about all of them. So he right. doesn't really need to watch it. And if anything interesting happens, he lets me know. But he's not let me know anything recently, so I'm guessing not a lot interesting has happened. No, WWE has been crap lately. That's, yeah. that's the truth. So I can believe favorite, that. 
Yeah, so what's your favorite TV show at the moment? Um, well, Orange is the New Black's back. I've been trying yep, to get through right that, now. and I can't really watch that with Finn, so it's slow going trying to watch things like that. I'm sort of like right. half an episode, then he wakes up. Right, um, exactly. Okay, pause that. Um, yeah, so Does that... you go in go in a lot of Pepe the Pig in your family now? We don't have that. We do not Good. allow Pepper into our house. We do have I a lot of I am very, CBBs. very, very happy to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Be- no, we because don't. It, we had a very controversial uh, worst cartoon ever tournament where it won the tournament. Uh, yeah. I just, I, I don't don't like it. Don't want Finn to be addicted to it like <laughs> right. some of the children are. And I don't think Pepper's a very nice person. I think she's a little. No, that was one bag. of the reasons. Yeah, we were like, this, yeah. he's kind of a jerk. We said that I think number two was a uh, Caillou. I don't know if you've seen that. Car- yes. Cartoon. No. I, mean, it's, I think it's a Canadian cartoon. It's, uh, it's awful. Right. It's it's very <laughs> very similar to Peppa Pig, except kind of Canadian esque. Right. And he's okay. he, he's also a jerk. Yeah. I. You know what movie? There's a movie for kids that I always loved. Uh, even when I was an adult, uh, Hoodwinked, from what, 2005? Oh. Yeah, that's such a good movie. Get, if you can get him addicted to that, then uh, you, you'll be happy. Because I remember it being in the theater and being just loving going in and just kind of standing and watching that movie. Mm-hmm. I'll have to have a look. I'm trying to think if I've seen that. Because I remember it was came out about the same time as Open Season, didn't it? That kind of... It was a little bit before. I want to say Open Season was kind of like they were trying to pull off the popularity of Hoodwinked, but it was kind yeah. of a parody... Hoodwinked was a parody of Red Riding Hood, uh, but... <gasps> oh, no, I did see that. Yeah. It's so very good. funny. Yeah. And actually, the the Hoodwinked 2 is even... is actually also pretty good. It's pretty good. It's not oh, as good, good as the, the original. Yeah, it's got a sequel. No, no, it's not a, not a, not a, as good, but I'm I'm saying it's not as a, a bad as a yeah. second film uh, usually right. is. Yeah. Now we have a lot of um, something special that Finn loves, and in the night garden, in the night garden is just absolutely off its tits. It's like you've taken a load of acid or something. It's bizarre. Um, and something special is about a guy called Justin and his alter ego, who's a clown called Mr. Tumble, and they all do Makaton, simplified sign language. Oh my gosh! In the Night Garden, I'm looking. It it looks like a combination between Teletubbies and uh, Booba, kind of. Yeah, but with there's there's a little thing called Makapaka that goes around collecting stones and washes them with a sponge. There's Upsy Daisy that likes to dance with everything who has an inflatable skirt. Don't know why. Okay. <laughs> um, Iggle Big Piggle horse, yes. just squeaks and makes a bell ringing noise, although he doesn't have a bell on him. It must be inside him and carries a blanket around. That's also his sail for when he sails to the night garden on your hand. It <laughs> Honestly, it makes as much sense as I'm making it out to right now. And I'm looking and the Tombly Boos uh, that are always losing their trousers. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of pictures here of the night garden. Why does the night garden always look like it's daytime? Yeah, I've been wondering that. <laughs> it's a little confusing, but sure. Yeah. They they all go to sleep at the end. Everybody's in bed. But who's not in bed? Iggle Piggle's not in bed. 
don't worry, Eagle Piggle, and then he goes off to bed. So he's like Eeyore. But Finn loves it. Kind of. Yeah, okay. He's sort of, he comes and visits the night garden, and everybody else seems to live in the night garden. So obviously Daisy's got a bed on wheels. Yeah, so what was your kid's first words? Um, Cat and star. Captain yeah, Star, well, not Mama or Daddy, but Captain no, Star. No, he made those noises, but he wasn't assigning them to anything. <laughs> right, but right, the okay. The cat walked past him, and he touched it and went... And we're like, well, that's oh. the two noises, so okay. And then we got stars that I'd had hanging up since Christmas, because they were just black and gold and pretty. They didn't actually look that Christmassy. And it... Ada! Ada! As he was pointing at them. I see cat as a as maybe more relevant to the fact that you love cats and maybe he is connecting to that word in that way, Tilly? I don't know. Is that possible? Well, we do have three of them. Right, exactly. So I, I just see you know, they're on his be, level. I see that being very... Uh, uh, a familiar word to me related to you and then he comes up with that word very first. I, I, I don't see that as a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely got the cat gene. He loves them. So, the biggest ever... cat we have. Sorry, what? Yeah. No, did you ever find Bluebell again? Uh, Poppy, the one that Poppy, disappeared. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, um, she's it's three years now, I think. Yeah. Since we lost her, yeah, no, we never, never heard a thing about her. And Bluebell is still alive, or what? Bluebell's still alive. Mister Miyagi's still alive, and Leela's. Oh back because they the two gingers mr miyagi and leela had gone to go and live with an old couple around the corner from our old flat right and miyagi had come back and visit lots leela was now and again mm -hmm. but then that couple got taken into hospital because i said to oh. them you know if you want her she obviously prefers to be with you so you can you can have her when we move if you want then they both got taken into hospital so she came back and now she comes in as soon as finn's going to bed she runs in, gets into the bottom of his cot, and he uses her as a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Very bizarre. Your kid, uh, we, we heard your kid, and uh, he asks a lot of questions. He asks, what is that? What yeah, is that? what's that? Yeah. What's that? What's that? What is yeah. that? What's that? What is that? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> <laughs> we get that with pretty much everything. I mean, I don't know. What is that? Go and find out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's now started saying oh dear which he, uh -huh. just, he falls over and he'll, he'll throw himself on the floor and just go oh dear <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, we should wrap up thank you so much for giving up us a, a little update on your life see you in 200 shows <laughs> <laughs> it's been lovely we shouldn't leave it that long next time <laughs> Yeah, anytime you there's something going on in England, like we sh we would love to get you on. Like maybe something to do with this whole uh, Boris Johnson thing, or maybe something. I was like just that. about to say, oh yeah, Boris Johnson. I've been avoiding the news because mm -hmm. you know Boris Johnson's the Prime Minister. What the fuck? <laughs> None of us got to vote on this. Right. But Theresa May that we didn't vote for. Boris Johnson. What the yeah. no? What have I always said about him? Buffoon! <laughs> Sod off! Yeah, yeah and I can't. Still... 
Yeah, Brexit, I was just going to say it. I can't wait to you come out of the EU in 2026. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't want to do it. None of the politicians want to do it, so it looks like it's not going to happen. But we'll see. We need a new general election because this is ridiculous. Right. And there's a lot of people not happy about having Boris in charge. Even the Conservatives aren't all that happy. Oh, yeah, it yeah, seems no, like it. Yeah, they were trying to get him yeah. out with the Queen and everything. Yeah, so we would love to get you back to talk about that. So whenever something big happens, maybe I'll uh, touch base base with you and get you on for the news or something like that. How's that sound, Tilly? Yeah, brilliant. And now Finn's, you know, he can go little stretches without me now, right. without, without screaming at the out. door. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where's mommy? So, Where's yeah, mommy? If this was a month ago, all you'd hear would be banging on the door and... Yeah! Right. <laughs> well, uh, listeners, we are going to take the time travel machine from this Monday to Wednesday. <laughs> oh, we are in the future, look. Wow. We're two days ahead. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Australia. Oh <laughs> uh, so um, we uh, both listened to uh, Rogan, uh, uh, Joe Rogan having a podcast with Bernie Sanders. Let's talk a little about that. Uh, one hour, and I, I, I found it very funny because uh, I remember you saying on the podcast that uh, no, you would. He will never do Joe Rogan because his people would not allow it because Joe has been so against him. You know what, and, Fro? Yeah. I'll, I'll explain it, but continue the story. No, and, and 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 you said that on the podcast, and I was like... Right, because you had really? asked me, you asked me at yeah. the time, you said, do you think uh, Bernie Sanders would ever go on Rogan? Because Tulsi mm -hmm. Gabbard at the time what had gone on, and she has been on since then... Uh, and I think it's interesting. I think those are the only two presidential candidates who have been on Rogan, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe one other was Jul Julian Castro on there, or no? Um, the UB, uh, the Universal Basic Income. I think that guy was on there. Andrew Yang. I think he might was have been he? on there. I think so, but I'd have to look that up. Um, okay. But yeah, as far as uh, major, as far as like high in the polling numbers. Uh, uh, Democratic candidates for president. This is the biggest one that's been on Rogan. And people, uh, especially younger people, take Rogan seriously in those senses because they feel like he's not going to flow th throw fluff questions at the person. He's going to get real answers. And I think what was interesting about this podcast is it seemed like the whole reason Bernie went on here is because he was frustrated with the debates uh, and the format of the debates specifically. Mm -hmm. And he went on here to get an hour to talk to the people because these debates have not allowed him to get his point across. Yeah, I totally agree. I, 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 I just thought uh, it was very clearly that Joe felt a little like... Uh, it, it was a little awkward in the beginning. Do you think... Do you agree that... I didn't think so. No? I think Joe was trying to ask questions uh, that he's brought up in the past, but asking them in a way where uh, he wasn't going to offend Bernie. 
But he did bring mm. up the things that all the criticisms that Joe Rogan has made of Bernie Sanders, he asked all those questions mm. and Bernie Sanders answered all those questions. And I think mm. maybe even convinced Joe Rogan of some of the things he thought were, were bad about Bernie might actually be good. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, the thing at the beginning, uh, you were mentioning about how we talked about it in the past, and I, you had said, uh, do you think he would ever be on because of Tulsi Gabbard? And I said, uh, I don't think he would ever be on because Joe Rogan said bad things about him, and, and Bernie's people right now, they, they're, they don't seem to be wanting to put him out there. They're not putting him on the Jimmy Dore show or uh, t- uh, other places, you know, other online uh, news sources. Um but recently, he got a new campaign manager, Fro. So I think okay. maybe that is why this is all happening, because the new campaign manager has a new strategy uh, than the old ones. I don't know. What do you think about that, Fro? I don't know. I, 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 I find it fascinating. I, 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 think, I, think there's something, uh, I, I think there's something to say about that he was allowed to go on, on Joe Rogan by his team. But you said something about him getting a new campaign manager, so I think maybe that's why. I mean, a few different campaign staff is what I was to understand. And uh, I saw the guy do an interview, I think, on MSNBC recently, and he was pretty good on, like, a, a sp- as a speaker on there himself, saying uh, what Bernie said during the last debate, or the first deb- second debate. The first second debate? Is that what we call it? I don't even know. Uh, about how <laughs> talking about uh, you know the commercials that are on CNN for the pharmaceutical mm-hmm. industry, his campaign manager was even talking about that. But as far as this interview goes, uh, I think it just like I said, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that Bernie is frustrated with uh, how people uh, are portraying his message, especially in mainstream media. And Joe Rogan's show has so many listeners. It really is a way to circumvent that and get your message across to millions and millions of people. I could not agree more. I I totally agree with that. And I think if you're uh, at all a Democrat, you should watch this interview. He gets his points across. And I think it is one of the best interviews I've seen with Bernie Sanders in a long time. And a lot of right-wing people listen to Rogan as well as left-wing people. It's a mix. Right. I mean, yeah. so yeah. I, I think that's great because right-wing people who disagree with Bernie Sanders are going to hear his side of things because they are going to listen to right. what Rogan has to say. Even if they go complain about it somewhere, uh, like Twitter, um, they're still going to listen. And that's the important part, I think. Democratic debate night two breakdown. Time to talk more about presidential debates. Right, I need to get out my notes on this because, geez, Louise, what a crazy uh, two, uh, two nights of debating here. Uh, and so, like, I, oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. far as watching TV this week, lots of my TV time uh, was just watching coverage of the two debates. You know what I mean? Like on mm-hmm. YouTube and and on uh, regular uh, mainstream news. But yeah, overall, this was a lot more boring than the first one, don't you think? So much worse. I mean, there so were a couple good worse. things here and there, but uh, as oh, far yeah. as excitement, the first one was way more exciting. Yep. Let's get right into it, though. Um, oh, I guess there's one thing I should... Well, I'll mention it when we get to him. We'll do each person. Uh, let's start with Michael Bennett. I think this guy was new. I've Ooh. never seen this guy before. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't remember having missed that, okay? Uh, what did I write down about this guy? Uh, question mark, question mark, question mark is what I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> I wrote Republican, very much like Delaney. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Kristen Gillibrand. Yeah, I uh, think she did uh, very good in this debate, actually. Wow, uh, okay. I think... Yeah, I, I think she uh, she came across uh, better than the last debate, that's for sure. Uh, they gave her more time, and when she was given uh, time to speak, I think she did uh, pretty good. She's uh, She was in the running uh, for for winners, uh, definitely, for me this, this, uh, this time. Really? Okay. I had yeah. pretty easy time picking losers, really hard time picking any winners out of this, to be honest, and she was not one of them. I felt like... She got she got asked uh, questions, and I think every time she was asked a question directly, it felt like she got caught off guard, like she didn't know she was in a debate. She was like, what, me? I'm supposed to answer the question? What was the question again? You know, it's like, uh, you need to yeah. pay attention a little bit when you're in a debate. Uh, Julian Castro. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything to say to him. He was there. I thought he voiced his opinion a lot better than the first one. Um, I thought he got his point across. The first one, I felt like he was in the background. I didn't even notice him. This one, at least, it felt like I heard his voice. You know what I mean? So there's an improvement there. Uh, let's go to Andrew Yang. Yeah, uh, with the, the time he was given, he was very smart this debate as well. As he was last time, where where you pointed out, like he he was given the question about uh, the money thing, uh, where he wants to give every citizen uh, how much? A thousand dollars. A thousand dollars, yeah. And uh, yeah, he 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 printed that in. He was very smart. I mean, that's his really his big talking point, and I think that's also maybe his downfall yeah. is that he only has one talking yeah. point. Uh, you yeah, can't just relate everything they ask you back to that one talking point, and it did feel like he did that, but no. he was also able to get that point across even better this time, talking about um, yeah. the mechanization of the workforce, the robotic workers, and saying, like, well, you're going to need mm -hmm. a universal basic income if, yeah. if all the jobs are taken by robots, right? Right, and he also said that he wanted a robot tax. Yeah, so he was in my winner uh, argument, for the for the night, I agree. We'll do that completely at the end. But um, yep, Jay Inslee. Who? <laughs> Jay Inslee. Right. He was the guy. I, he's. I don't know. He's another one of these Republican guys that just looks like a Republican, right? And he acts. Yeah. But he doesn't really act like a Republican. This guy is from Washington State. He actually has really, really good environmental policies, fro. As far as this okay. guy goes, but. I don't know anything about him other than his environmental policies. Um, I know he's pro marijuana. Uh, I don't know any of his foreign what he thinks about foreign relations or anything like that. So uh, I didn't think he was. I think uh, he was kind of in the middle. I wouldn't say he was a loser or a winner. Uh, Bill De Blasio. Ah, <laughs> uh, our mayor of New York. Uh, he didn't talk about that he was the mayor of New York anytime during the debate, that's for sure. 
Uh, it's almost like he didn't like say New York, New York, New York every time he right. got the the, the, the were, you, were you aware that New York was it's... the biggest city, uh, Fro? Because he did mention that maybe three times. Yeah, three times at least. It was so irritating, but yeah, uh, I did not like him. But at least, at least he was. Uh, I I knew, I knew he was there at least. Uh, somebody brought up how uh, the city had not prosecuted the cop with the who, you know, killed Eric Garner. I thought that he got really right. hurt on that one because he did not answer that question well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I don't see he's a huge the hugest loser, but he did he he didn't do himself any favors. He's somebody who needs to drop out, as well as Jay Inslee should probably drop out. And um, uh, who's the other guy? Michael Bennett, who I don't even is he even there to drop out in the in the first wow. place. Um, so let's do Joe Biden next. I got a lot to say about this guy. Oh my God. Joe, 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 Joe. Uh, you remember when we talked about him just quitting when when his time was up? Right. You remember when we talked about that last time? Yes. That was so much clearer this time. He just was there and he gave up from the fucking beginning. I am going to tell you now that he was in the... If something else wouldn't happen uh, that we were going to talk about a little later, he would be my biggest loser of the night because he came in with defeat in his eyes and defeat in his speech. Uh, yeah, it just didn't seem like he wanted to be there. It didn't seem like he was at nope. a debate. It just seemed like he was like, nope. I'm just here hanging out with my friends, everybody. And you're like, <laughs> they're like, we're asking you questions. And he's like, yeah, sure. I'll, yeah. Answering it. You know, Maybe. whatever. It's not. Uh, yeah, she said something bad about me. Great. I don't. Whatever. Uh, 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 here's a big thing. Uh, the protester. I don't know if you remember this. During when B- Biden was speaking at one point, a protester jumped up and started yelling in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you hear what they were saying or anything? No. I believe it was a protest. They were protesting the uh, the border jails and the separation of the the kids at the border and everything. But they chose. I thought it was interesting. The person chose to stand up and yell. During when Biden was speaking, I think they were directly targeting Biden for some reason, which uh, it is true, right, that those cages were created by Obama and then were started being used and everything by Trump. So maybe that's what they were protesting. Uh, But it was definitely interesting to point out. And then Joe Biden at the end, the funniest part of the whole debate. Did you see him (laughs) at the end with his website? 30, 30, 30. Three for Biden. To, what did he say? To, to find out about me, go to 333033033 or something. And it was like, that's not a website. What are you talking about? It it made him seem so old. He's the oldest person ever when, he, when you say something like that. He didn't just say JoeBiden.com, which is probably his fucking website, which would be easy to remember. He's like, 30, oh, 30, 30, 30. I, it, it was like he was having a stroke or something on stage. <laughs> Muppets. 
Muppet. Yeah. No, he's he's in my he's in my top three for the losers of the night, but he's not number one. Right. Because something else happened. <laughs> Let me see if there's anything else I have down for Joe Biden. No, not really. Okay. Um uh, we'll talk about him in a second, actually, more. But Cory Booker? Uh, Cory Booker uh, uh, definitely is one of the winners of the night. Okay. I think Cory Booker, yeah, uh, definitely uh, is in my top three. Uh, but uh, I think he did tremendously. I really, really do think he... He came out uh, with a passion, and he he talked about his talking points. I don't agree with all that he says, but he gives he gave out uh, more charisma in this debate than the last one. I I I I I, I definitely saw more of him in this debate. Really? Okay. Because I felt the opposite. I felt yeah. like he fell into the background. Okay. I felt like okay. Uh, Kamala Harris and. Well, we'll get to right in a second, but mm. Kamala Harris and <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard uh, and who else? Uh, Joe Biden were kind of the front and center three people, and I felt like Cory Booker fell into the background. Like some of his answers seemed like mm-hmm. whatever, but it was a lot of references to Obama and you know, um, kind of platitudes. Mm. It didn't feel like he had any real policies to to espouse, I guess. Uh, so yeah, let, next Kamala Harris. Yeah, uh, my biggest loser of the night. <laughs> Are you shocked by that? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> uh, will you tell the listeners what happened if they didn't watch it? Well, uh, Tulsi Gabbard came after Kamala Harris and basically destroyed her um, in uh, relative terms. I mean, she said that... Uh, she laughed about uh, jailing people for marijuana crimes, uh, talking about how she used the system as a prosecutor to increase California's prison labor, uh, and a few other very major things from her past, like bringing up Kamala Harris's history as a prosecutor and some of the horrible things she did. Um, and that she could free a man, and that she withheld evidence of him uh, so he, he almost was killed for political reasons, right? For political reasons, yeah. So, yeah. And the real problem was that uh, she seemed caught off guard, like she didn't know somebody was going to call her out on that. She had no answers for it. Was like, what the fuck is going on? You saw it on her face. She was so fucking angry. And you know when people get angry, they get. I, I rational and I've seen interviews with her after the debate. Right, and of course she blames the fucking Russians. <laughs> the Russian bots did this against her. Right, it was the Russian bots that did it. It wasn't her awful answer. It was the Russian bots because Russia, Russia, Russia. Fuck you, lady. I think in that. Fuck. I think in the same interview, she said, well, you know, of course, I'm like a top tier candidate. uh, So, of course, they're going to attack me. It's like, wow, way to be humble, lady. But she was the same person, of course, who um, who said the Tupac 
she she had listened to Tupac while smoking weed back in the day. Yep. Remember that whole interview? Yep. Um, so yeah, it's not really surprising that she would uh, do this kind of lying and everything else. Um, yeah, yeah, she was my biggest loser of the night. No, no fucking surprise. Yeah, it was interesting to see those two battle it out because Tulsi is wearing this all yeah. white, completely white outfit. And Kamala Harris is in all black. It was like an old Western movie yep. where, like, the bad yep. guy is in the black hat and the uh, the yep. hero is on the big white horse and everything. It was it yep. was like, did they mean to do this or is this just like a happy accident? <laughs> uh, and then I guess uh, oh, is that it? No. Oh, oh Tulsi is the last person we haven't talked about. <laughs> well, we just kind of talked about her, didn't yeah. we? She was the White yeah, Knight. But, uh, she came in and. Slayed all the dragons. That's like the best way to put it. If 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 she wasn't the winner of the fucking debates, I I I I want another poll because that lady, holy fuck, she's amazing. Oh, right. I was thinking uh, as far as like, uh, who, who should be running in in the in the main against Trump? I think it would be interesting right. to have Bernie and Warren Bernie. President Warren VP, and then run with a third candidate and run Tulsi as Secretary of State because she has such uh, yep. chops as a military veteran and everything. And I would say, even if you, why don't you just throw Andrew Yang in there and have him be Treasurer, and we'll run all those yep. people against Trump. <laughs> yep. I think another in interesting thing to point out from the Rogan podcast is at right at the beginning, I thought it was interesting that uh, Bernie said, "I don't even think you should call them debates." Because they're, yeah. they're not really a debate. They're more a reality TV show, is what he said. Yep. And I agree. I agree. The 15-second response is like, how are you going to respond to somebody in 15 seconds when they made, like, 10 points against you? It's it's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, winner and losers? Right. Uh, let's do losers first. Uh, I went uh, Gillibrand, my third biggest loser. Harris, my second biggest loser. And Biden, I went with my number one biggest loser. Wow. Uh, I have Harris number one, Biden number two, and you guy number three. Okay. And why don't you do winners first, I guess? Um, my biggest winner is Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, my second... One is uh, uh, Andrew Yang, and my third one is uh, actually Cory Booker. Okay, I went number three, Yang, and I actually went number two, uh, Julian Castro. I thought he did pretty okay. well, and then number one, Tulsi. Obviously, she obviously won yep. this debate. Yep. Even though if you yeah. go to CNN or anywhere else, they say that Biden won the debate, which is like, how, if, like... <laughs> He I would even say there. Kamala Harris won the debate before I would say Biden won the debate. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, hey, Luke, uh, you and me, kind of uh, some years ago, we made a silent agreement that we are not going to cover mass shootings. Uh, one of the reasons why... Well, we do, we... We, but we don't say the the name right. of the guy and we try to cover it in a way where it's not just talking about just the shooting if we can right right 
And uh, the reason reason why why that is is that we have a lot of respect for all the victims. It's horrible, horrible, horrendous uh, things that has happened, but it has been covered up and down in every news things, and we don't feel like we have something very smart to say. There's no, we don't really have any fucking solutions for this. So we will go... We'll, well, it's uh, not only that, bro. I think it has a lot to do with... You see it all over the news, over and over. They're like, why is this happening? We're saying it 24 hours a day. We're talking about the same thing, and we're wondering why it keeps happening. Well, maybe it's because you're talking about it for five days straight, 24 hours a day. You know what I mean? Maybe that has something to do with it, so we don't want to add to that, is another whole thing. Yes. That is uh, completely correct. So, but we will talk a little about uh, some of... <laughs> the things behind it because I sent you a very very interesting clip from a documentary that uh, uh, someone has just sent out right and it's called defeat your uh, demons with dungeons and dragons and it's by made by fandom entertainment and uh, they go into how uh, dungeons and dragons in the 80s were blamed for a lot of violence and satanic... The satanic panic. How... That's what it's called. The right. satanic panic in the 80s, where everything was satanic. we got to burn the books, bro. You can't be... Uh, uh, what was it? Huck Finn is satanic because he, he, uh, the one guy talks to the devil or whatever. You know what I mean? It was burn this and burn that. Heavy metal musical was satanic, remember? And Yeah, everything was satanic back then. And it also got blamed... For a lot of violence, and if some some violence did happen, Dungeons and Dragons got the fucking blame. Oh, the future is here. Oh, it's 2019. Hey, has something changed in this blaming other things that really doesn't have any fucking <laughs> relationship to what's really happening? Let's go into it, because Trump launched crackdown on violent fucking video games after mass shootings, because, you know, everybody that plays violent video games, because you only have violent video games in fucking America, Luke. They don't sell them in Belgium, Sweden, Norway, uh, and other countries. There's no... Oh, wait, there is? I can play violent video games in Norway? Wait, in Japan there are even more violent video games than there are here? They're they're even more violent? And they don't shoot people there? Let's go into it, though. Right, video games are partially... Partly to blame for mass shootings, Donald Trump says, games that celebrate violence should be discouraged and made harder to buy. We must stop the glorification of violence in our society. Uh, He said during a speech, this includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. It is easy today for troubled youths to surround themselves with the culture that celebrates violence. We must stop uh, or substantially reduce this, and it has to begin immediately. Well, I got a suggestion, Fro, on how to do that. How about we don't parade the military out before every fucking football game? Would that <laughs> discourage violence at all? Because I'm pretty sure the military Shh. is violent. <laughs> Shh. Don't say it out loud, Luke. It's ridiculous. Oh, it is fucking ridiculous. It's it's so fucking stupid. 
It is so incredibly stupid. But uh, let's go to another point of this. HN. Uh, because the forum uh, was used by extremists, they say. Uh, so what they do do? Well, they close the forum, or uh, well, they essentially closed the forum, right? Because there because was Cloudflare was being used to keep this afloat, this site, and it backed out after this whole after. Basically, the media just kept pounding on uh, 8chan, which. I've never even been on that website. I don't know about you, Fro. No, never in my entire life. Right. I mean, I've been on 4chan plenty, and I would not say 4chan, which I, I was watching CNN, and yes, there are people that are crazy and talk about crazy shit on 4chan. Some of it's jokes, some of it's not, but it's not like, it's not a white supremacist website. You know what I mean? I I've never been on 8chan, so I can't say what's on there, but I assume it's not just all a giant uh, white supremacy website. There's trolls on there. There's probably people talking about Biden. There's probably people talking about Trump and uh, Bernie Sanders and everything in between, is my guess. Uh, but uh, it says here the controversial image board, 8chan, which has been used to celebrate uh, shootings, uh, has been abandoned by the firm Cloudfare, uh, which terminated its service uh, to the message board, uh, describing it as a lawless platform that ha has caused multiple deaths. Uh, it says this cl uh, Cloudflare is currently unreachable, which I'm not really sure if that's... I know that it's been kind of like up and down is what I was to understand. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is in uh, re reaction to the mass shootings in, in the United States, um, which... I've seen a lot of the news this week, and they're all saying two mass shootings in a row. Didn't at the end of the show last week we talked very quick quickly about two mass shootings, um, and then there were two after that. So wouldn't that be four in a row, or are we just forgetting mm -hmm. that the other two happened? We are we are forgetting that the two other happened already. Okay, that's what I thought. Already. Goldfish brains, already. everybody. Just, Goldfish. <laughs> we we just fucking ignore it. Uh, after both incidents, oh, Cloud, but... Cloudflare decided to terminate its service for HN. However, uh, it was within 24 hours uh, of the second thing, I guess. So. But uh, talking about weird <laughs> and strange stories of the week, Eckstein <laughs> reportedly hoped to develop super race of humans with his DNA. Registered uh, sex offender hoped to seed human race with his DNA by impregnating 20 women at the time, New York Times reports. Uh, in the aftermath of the 2008 sex trafficking conviction, Epstein hoped to send the human race uh, seed the human race with his DNA and impregnant woman at his ranch in New Mexico, one of the properties where young women, including minors, were allegedly abused, the newspaper reported in a major investigation. Oh, fucking hell. You gotta read the next oh. paragraph. It's It gets yeah. crazier. Though there, yeah. Though there are little uh, evidence uh, the scheme ever uh, proceeded beyond fantasy, prominent scientists, including late uh, Stephen Hawkins, regularly attended dinners launched 
and conferences held by Epstein that I'm said. Yeah. Stephen so, Hawkins was involved Hawkins in was this. Yeah. Uh, Epstein told scientists and businessmen about his ambitions to use his New Mexico rant as a base for women uh, would, where they would be inseminated with his sperm and give birth to his babies. His goal was to have 20 women at a time impregnated at his ranch in a tiny town outside Santa Fe. Uh, and where's the... Oh, here it is. Epstein's field of study was labeled transhumanism, which is a topic we've covered on the show before from. Mm-hmm but was actually an updated version of eugenics, which is something maybe we should cover now that we're seeing this. Uh, yep. Lawyer Alan Dershowitz, who defended Epstein in 2008, has been named in the civil suit uh, brought by Epstein's accuser. Uh, the, he told the Times he was appalled by the financier's interest in genetic manipulation given uh, the use of eugenics by the Nazis in the 1930s. This is so fucking weird. He, yeah, this he, is so fucking weird. It, it says uh, he had planned to develop a superhuman race of humans using genetic engineering and artificial intelligence, uh, like genetically engineering these babies that these women were having, and then I don't know how artificial intelligence would be involved, but maybe brain brain chips or something like that. This is wild. This is so wild. And it's so it's so so strange that this came out now. I mean, it's not strange because there's... more of this stuff is going to come out. But it, it this is you think? oh yeah, this is an ongoing investigation, and it's we're going to hear more about different people being added to the to the list. I mean, right here, just in this, Alan Dershowitz. And Stephen Hawking are added to the lists of the likes of Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, and Prince Andrew. So there you go. True. That's five that very true. famous people. That is true. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it when it came out. Uh, uh, we talked about uh, Gillette's uh, commercial where men is men and have to say sorry to women. And you can't be a man because being a man is awful. Being so, a man is uh, sexist, apparently. Right. Yes, yes. So what has happened with that company now, Luke? Well, according to them, uh, they lost $8 billion this quarter. Uh, and they, they say it was because <laughs> men have stopped shaving. Uh, Procter mm. & Gra Ga Gamble quarterly revenue and adjusted profits... Uh, it says here, took an $8 billion charge on its Gillette shaving business. They reported the net loss of about $5.2 uh, $5 uh, for, for the quarter ending in June 30th due to an $8 billion non-cash write-down of Gillette for the same period last year. PGE's net income was $1.89 billion. So yeah, they lost $8 billion uh, from what they were making last year. Uh, and according to them, they say the char uh, charge was more driven by co competition over the past few years and shrinking market for blades and razors as consumers have developed markets in developed markets have began to shave less frequently. So people have just stopped shaving. That's why they lost $8 billion. Uh, mm -hmm. It also says that 
uh, competitors such as Dollar Shave Club, Edgewell Personal Care, and Unilever, uh, uh, you know, the co competing brands are, are getting more business than they used to, uh, like online brands uh, are beating them out, and that's why they're losing money. It, of course, it had nothing to do with that commercial, fro, which they did, I think, in January. Nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, I'm, I think it was January. I sent you an article from some website, I don't even remember, uh, that's saying, like, just even mentioning in in the article, uh, it might have something to do with this commercial they made. Uh, I think it was in the title, like, uh, Gillette loses $8 billion after Me Too ad, or something like that. If you go back to that article, which mm -hmm. I sent you at the beginning of the week, it, they updated it to say Gillette does not believe they lost the money because of the ad. Um, which I think is interesting because then if you go to the other article I sent you, which let me find that really quick. There is an interview with the CEO of the company. Um, is this right here? Uh, chief financial officer, sorry. Uh, he said that it was something they believed in, and it was, uh, the brand is designed, okay, perhaps PG isn't willing to come forward yet, uh, no, that's not it, this is the wrong article, sorry, buy me some time, from. Uh, okay, well, do you want me to sing a song, or what? <laughs> Move on to the next article, and then I'll, I'll bring this up. Okay. A uh, company offers $1,000 to take a vacation without any technology. Uh, and uh, uh, SatelliteInternet.com said the Digital Detox Challenge is offering $2,000 to someone willing to spend a week in the Joshua Tree National Park in South uh, Southern California, but they have to give up uh, using uh, tech devices for two or three days. In in true millennials style, you pull out your tech on the last day to document and share your experience, the company said. The selected person will uh, be chosen August 26th from applications on the firm website. We'll put up a retro Airbnb with uh, amenities including air condition, a hot tub, and a pool and running water. Instead of hunching over your tech devices all day, you can explore nearby hanging trials, taking a dip in the pool, read a book, meditate, relax in the hammock, and watch the stars, the web website, website state. And that was satelliteinternet.com if anybody wants to find this, but I mean, I think it's interesting. Uh, I'm guessing this is all going to be kind of like an advertisement for the website. They're going to use this to make a yeah. commercial or something like that. Um, but I'd I do it for a thousand dollars. Would you? Me too. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Of course. Okay. Now I'm going to go back <laughs> to the Gillette thing. Uh, CEO and president Gary Coombe, uh, says that angering some of the consumers to its Me Too ad campaign was the pr uh, was a price worth paying if it meant the brand could increase relevance among younger consumers. 
in January, right? The, in January, they launched the uh, campaign uh, for the Me Too movement, uh, which some men saw as inappropriate. The video incites intense criticism on social media, with some of it even calling for a boycott. Gillette made the decision to launch the campaign in a bid to target the millennial market, which they said was gently slipping away. Uh, uh, Combs explained the worst thing during the worst thing during sorry. The worst thing during through that period was we also lost connection with the millennial generation. Gillette quickly began became the brand of the millennial generation's dads. So that whole marketing Ooh. campaign was directed towards millennials. That was the whole idea. Um, they thought they were losing it that market, and so they advertised them. Which I think that is just proving the point we made when we initially talked about it is that. It's only gross if you're just using it to advertise your product, right? If it, if it was a yeah. non-profit group making an ad about this, it wouldn't be disgusting. But the fact that you're using it to market towards millennials, that's what makes it horrible, like the Pepsi ad, right? Yeah, I totally agree. That's why we have uh, the most problem with it. We wouldn't have problem with it if it was, like you said, a nice, like, little... Nonprofit group that was West. just for women's yeah. rights. A women's rights nonprofit group made the exact same commercial, and it wasn't advertising for razors. We would, it would be fine. But the fact that it's a Gillette commercial—that's the problem. And they don't seem to understand that to the point they're even putting it out in articles like, "Yeah, no, we were just trying to get the millennial generation." They don't understand how corrupt they even sound. It's crazy. All right, I'll move yeah, on no, to the next story. Right. Unless you have something Strange. to say. Yeah. No, no. It's I just said it's very weird to think that you 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 are that outside of the box thinking and and you you think it has nothing to do with the commercial. Everyone reacted badly at. Right, they know it does, but the PR people are telling yeah. them, "Hey, don't say that because that would be bad press." A uh, Brazilian gang leader dresses up as his daughter to, in an attempt to escape jail. <laughs> A uh, Brazilian gang leader tried to escape from prison by dressing up as his, as his daughter when she visited him behind bars. He walked out of the penitentiary's main door in her place, authorities say, Sunday. But prison prison officials said the nervousness displayed by him, uh, his nickname was Shorty, uh, as he tried to leave the prison in the western part of Rio de, Rio de Janeiro, uh, gave him away. So... It wasn't the outfit, it was his, he was nervous, and they noticed how nervous he was. I think if it was Mifro, it would be the mask that gave it away. I don't know about you, but we're looking at a picture here. <laughs> I think it would be the mask as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a very good mask. I mean, maybe no. it's really dark in that prison? You know what I mean? Maybe there's no lights in Rio de Janeiro prison? It looks like it. <laughs> After the failed escape, uh, De Silva was transferred to a unit of maximum security prison and will face disciplinary action. So he, they caught him, and of course they're looking into his daughter, who's 19 years old, to see if there's possible. She was a possible accomplice. She could get in trouble for this. But the the really funny part is that the picture 
So everybody go find this article from Associated Press and find the pictures, because that's the funniest part. Yeah, uh, we will also tweet uh, the we'll picture tweet it out. out. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, a little later, when I ro- remind me to do that. Okay. <laughs> a man allegedly tries to hop back in Cleveland gets caught after leaving a note with his name, address, and an address. Can you tell me about this before I left my fucking ass off? A man accused of robbing a bank in Ohio was caught by police last week after he made a, a pretty unfortunate mistake. He left behind his name and address. Uh, police say he walked into the U.S. Bank in Cleveland on the morning of Monday, July 29th, according to uh, WJW. Uh, he presented the teller a note disclosing or demanding an undisclosed amount of money. But there was one problem. The note was written on a document from the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, and it contain- <laughs> contained both his full name and his entire home address. <laughs> <laughs> when the teller took the note and looked at it and looked at the other side, she saw the name. He had used a note uh, that he had used earlier at, at the DMV, and it had his name on it. Um, it says he left a simple message on the on the note. It says the message read, "This is a robbery. Don't get anybody hurt." But he wrote it on the back of this. Obviously, like a, a, a envelope or something, right? Yeah. How stupid are you if you do that? I'm sorry. You you decide you you deserve to get caught if you do something stupid like that. It is, yeah. I, I, it is hilarious, but at the same time, I kind of think it shows the state of America, where this guy is so—he's clearly so desperate for money that it, he's not thinking straight. You know what I mean? He he. There was no. Right. He didn't go in with a plan on robbing this bank. It wasn't like a movie where he had like schematics at back at his house to like. You know what I mean? He went and was like, "Shit, I'm broke. I need money." And he went from the DMV, probably directly to rob a bank. He there was no thought put into this, uh, and it was all out of desperation, probably, which makes me kind of feel bad for him. But at the same time, he's very dumb. So you gotta laugh. I totally agree. Uh, okay, we have a video uh, that I tweeted out that we will cover, and it's about French uh, a French inventor on a hover hoverboard. Uh, can you tell me a little about what we're going to watch? Uh, French inventor Frankie Zapata successfully crossed the English Channel on a jet-powered hev- hoverboard. Uh, that he designed himself. Uh, so he crossed the entire English Channel, uh, and this just reminds me of, uh, what was it? Back to the Future 2. You can't go cross water. You need power. And this guy literally had a jet-powered hoverboard. <laughs> like, this is directly out of that movie. But let's watch it. Yep. In three, two, one, play. And we see him... It's very round. It looks like a, a stand, like a podium. He's leaned like way, way far forward. Like I saw an interview with him, and it's like the the wind. He's going really fast because he's surrounded by helicopters. You can see that, but that's what we're hearing. Right. But he uh, he's going so fast that like he can lean forward into the wind and like 
the wind is just pushing back on him. So he's counting on the wind from keeping him falling forward. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But it, it, it looks like uh, he, uh, he would be a good villain in a Marvel movie. Right, he does. Kind of there was a lot of comparisons for him, to him in Green Goblin when this initially came out because right. before he crossed the English Channel, there's a video online which everybody needs. We're not going to watch it here, but because it's been covered by other podcasts and stuff. But that he uh, he was in a military parade for the French police, or no, the French military yeah. uh, for Emmanuel Macron, and. He was part of this thing where there's like all these robots driving around and like he's flying around in the background with like a, I don't know, M16, like assault rifle or something. It was kind of ridiculous looking. It was very like futuristic military. I don't know. Check it out. It's really crazy. And now it's uh, time for Tron Tells the Truth. And what is he going to tell the truth about this week, Luke? Uh, that the gun problem is a U.S. problem. This is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. New shooting incidents in the United States, but nobody's talking about the clear point anyway. Gun control. Yes, Mr. Huckabee said that hope and prayers is the thing. Uh, Trump says that uh, violent video games have, have the blame, but we already know what it is. It's the lack of gun control and that the NRA, the murderous bastards, are running the Senate and the Congress. Yes, even Democrats taking their money, who is a shame. I cannot even say how much those people should shame themselves. A lot of people say that it's not the gun who kills people, it's the people. That's correct. But, again, why does the only those people living in the United States? We have the same video games over here. Mike Huckabee says that we need more hope and prayers. Oh yes, Europeans are more atheists. And he has less gun violence. Maybe the religion is a problem. Not fucking hopes and prayers. Trump says we shall execute the people who have taken for those hate crimes faster. But what does that help? People still gonna go on on weapon spread and kill people anyway. The problem is, like it always is, it's you. Yes, it's you Americans. You are gun fucking nuts. And you don't want to do anything about it. You know the problems, and you have the solutions, but you don't want either. On climate change, no, you don't want to deal with that, even the science it says so. On the gun and violence, you know what the problem is, but still, again, you don't want to do something about it. It is election time again, and still people are not going to do anything about it. Because we handle people who vote for Trump and love guns, and we have the Democrats who love guns, and other people who hate guns do not think, oh, my voice doesn't matter anyway. I have talked so many times about this on Trump Tells the Truth. But again, you're not going to change the system overnight. If you want to change the system, you have to take it gradually. With small steps. It's better with small steps than no steps at all. The gun problem is basically an American problem. No democracy around the world have those problems you have. You know the solution, but you refuse to do anything. That what happens when gun manufacturers are running politics. That's why you don't have health care, because the insurance companies are running health care. The only thing you can do is go and vote. 
and do something. When Christian conservatives think that they can solve the problem, they can't and they won't. They don't want to do it, but the left don't want to do it either. You don't want to vote. You don't want to fight for anything. And you think slogans and good things on Facebook and Twitter helps. It doesn't. You're waiting for the savior who will never come. Well, I'm with the, with the, the choice is between Biden and Trump. And you refuse to vote this time. I don't give a shit about the United States. I will never go to your shitty nation. Never. And I think if you're going to come here, well... You should apply for a visa, because we only want the best, not the fucking morons. This was Tron, but Tron tells the truth. So that was uh, Tron, where the Tron tells the truth. No, Tron, we will not vote if he wins. I mean, it, That's it's... not how democracy fucking works. I don't know what the assumption is already that Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. That's an assumption you're making, number one, because there's over 20 candidates to pick from. So I don't know. Because of the polling numbers, maybe that's why he thinks Joe Biden is going to win. But uh, I'm pretty sure the polling numbers said Hillary Clinton was going to win. Right? Yeah. So I wouldn't trust polls all that much there, Tron. I mean, and what you're basically doing is you're already uh, peer pressuring me to vote the way you want, and we're not even done with the primaries, and I'm already being peer yeah. pressured too. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Stop it, Trump. Uh, this is your second warning. Three strikes and you're out. <laughs> not uh, really. Anyway, <laughs> not really, but uh, we have uh, an email address. It's another digital citizen at uh, gmail.com. That's another digital citizen at gmail.com. Have we gotten any emails this week, Luke? Only for some podcast uh, groups, you know, trying to get to get a hold of us. Other than that, no uh, viewer emails, no. Okay, because there was somebody that told me that he was going to send an email. Well, unless it came in the last whatever a number of minutes, I can check double check. <laughs> some somebody called Jeremy told me <laughs> that he would send me an email. <laughs> I guess he didn't. <laughs> Well, buy me some time while the email's loading. Okay, uh, Facebook group is another digital uh, citizen on, on Facebook. Go and check it out on Facebook if you're on Facebook. Not like me, but we also have a Twitter account. Twitter! Twitter! We have... How many followers do we have, Luke? I will tell you. We have a, a 657 followers. That's 657 followers. <laughs> uh, to all our followers. And they can follow us on at podcast ADC. At podcast ADC. P O D C A S T A D C. There you have it fucking spelled as well. Yeah, no, no Jeremy email, so he must have uh, not sent it, I guess. But let's go into TV round, but before we talk a little about TV round, let's say hi to Nikki. Hi, Nikki. Hello, boys. Hi. How are hi. you? I'm good. Have you watched it in TV this week? I... Uh... Is you know me, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do watch a lot of old TV. Um, I've been reading a lot of smut, but <laughs> <laughs> I've been actually I, I've been rewatching The Closer. 
here recently. Um, but uh, I picked up a Light as a Feather on Hulu. Okay. Uh, this morning I knocked out the Susan Powell story. And a couple of nights ago I rewatched, oh God, what was her name? The one, the woman that convinced the high school student to fuck, you know, to kill her husband and that well, that one. She was really ugly. I never, the ice princess lady. See, I have no clue. Well, you got me. <laughs> See? Yeah. It was in the early 90s. I can't think of, but yeah, that's the TV I've been watching. Otherwise, I've been reading lots of smut. <laughs> um, but Light as a Feather, uh, because I have also seen season one of Light of, uh, as a Feather. It's a horror show, right? Correct. I'd say horror. Yeah, definitely horror. Not gory, because, uh, yeah, more, what is teen. it? Uh, it's like a, a teen, very awful. Yeah. Yeah, teen. Very bad acting, would you agree to that? Uh, it was. It's barely one of those, you can clip your toenails and still follow the premises of the whole story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah uh, look. What have you watched this week? Uh, really nothing. I mean, it's been a really slow week for TV this week. Uh, I watch more movies than anything else. But, I mean, I've been keeping up with the news because there's been a lot of... I mean, the news has been crazy here in America. So, I've been watching a lot mm -hmm. of the news. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, just a few other things. What about you, Fro? Uh, I decided to watch Elementary from the beginning because... Uh, I thought that uh, I would not have the time to catch up before it ended. Uh, so I'm at season two, episode 18. Season two, episode 18. So it's gone pretty, pretty fast. Right. It's, it's at its ending season uh, now. So I, I'm rewatching it and it's so fucking good. It, 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 I don't know why I stopped watching it when, well, when Johnny, I now... It's yeah. Johnny Lee Miller. It's Johnny Lee Miller. He's amazing. I mean, yeah, oh, he's my amazing. God. He's masturbatorial fantasy right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know why you stopped watching yeah. it. It was called season five, Fro, because season five is not a good season of the show. <laughs> yeah, I think that as well. But, yeah, I... I, I, I I really don't remember as much from this, so I'm very happy because it's been so long since I watched it to watch it from the beginning. I'm not sure, Anything but I'm else? pretty sure the finale is uh, next week, or the 15th, yeah. so not next week for our podcast, but uh, two weeks from tomorrow. So, Okay, cool. Uh, anything else you watch on TV? Uh, 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 Nikki? Wow, you forgot my name. That's very impressive. I, no, no I, I almost told you something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, you know, I, if it was, it wasn't. Oh, no, I watched that, that the, the uh, Hill, Haunting of Hill House. That was a, about yeah. a week ago. Yes, I actually liked that one. Uh, it yeah. was slow. But uh, it was one of those that grew on you. It's like, okay, I really have to watch the next one to figure out what's going on, and then the next, and the next, and next. Yeah, it's one of those. But normally um, I'm like, Luke, yeah, I like to watch on. a movie, but I I'm really into this whole 
let's knock the seasons out and get it out of the way kind of thing. Binging, it's called. It's, it's very good. Yeah. And didn't you watch Luke? A lot of YouTube. Uh, a lot of, like, commentary channel stuff that I hadn't seen. Uh, like, I'd seen more recent stuff from some of these people, but uh, people like Cody Co and a uh, Elvis the Alien and some people like that, where I'd seen some of the recent stuff, but this week I went back through their catalog of things. So it's kind of like binging a show, except I went back through a certain... Uh, YouTube channels and bid binged a bunch of their content that I wanted to see. I probably watched the Jake or the L Logan Paul thing uh, on four different channels from four different perspectives mm -hmm. again, like whatever mm -hmm. a year later, uh, which was kind of interesting. Uh, I decided other than uh, trying to watch Elementary from the beginning, I also wanted to see Buffy the Vampire Slayer from the beginning. But that show has stated very, very, very bad. It's not a good show. It never was a good show, I'm but sorry. That, I mean, that's fine. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, is there anything you want to plug in Nikki? Yes. Uh, someone twisted my arm about, actually, several someones, but someone in particular twisted my arm about two weeks ago. Suggested I start my own podcast, so it is it's currently in the works, um, putting the show together myself. Um, it's called the Adult Naptime Show. So it's going to be about sex, obviously, okay. nothing but. So unlike you two who talk about everything and a little nothing at all, mine's completely and utterly about sex. Questions, answers, anything, toy reviews, anything in between. And they can follow you on Twitter on this uh, podcast, I think. <laughs> You're exactly right. They can find me mm -hmm. on Twitter at uh, the Adult Naptime Show. It's at, at Naptime The. At Naptime The. Well, thank you for doing the TV with us, Nikki. You're very welcome. Bye. 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 Some uh, good place news before we go into uh, the loudest voice. Uh, it's coming back uh, uh, the 4th of September. No, sorry. It's coming back September 26th. The fourth season is coming back. Right, there you go. September, September 4th, uh, 26th. The final season, that. which is the fourth season, yes. is coming September 26th, right? Are you looking forward to it? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I think we're both happy that it's uh, going to be over just because it's yes. it, hopefully going to come to a good ending is the only thing I'm worried about. But I'm not too concerned. I think they're going to do no. a good job. But this is a complicated story to try to wrap up when you think about it. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. The Loudest Voice, uh, episode six. What was it all about, Luke? We're moving ahead to 2015, the title of the episode. Uh, Gretchen Carlson secretly tapes Roger's harassment over a, year, over a year and works with a lawyer specializing in sexual harassment. Roger goes all in to achieve his goal of electing a president and finds the perfect candidate in Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. uh, this definitely, uh, I think, was the best episode so far. 100%. Do you think? Yeah, without a doubt. We, 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 
We totally agree. That's so funny. But it also uh, had problems because they bring in. Oh yeah, yeah. Gretchen Carlson goes to these two lawyers. I want to say, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. introduce them like, "Oh, these are those famous lawyers you know all about." And I'm like, "I fucking never yeah. heard of these people." I, it really <laughs> irritates me that they just assume we have all this knowledge we don't have. Yeah, it's so fucking irritating. It's so fucking irritating. But I I will say that I like this episode uh, the most because I think uh, talking about current affairs and how how he was so in I didn't know he was this uh, close to Donald Trump in the beginning I didn't know that did you I honestly don't know how much of this is true and how much of it is just for the TV show you know what I mean but I would assume he right. did talk to him at some point yes yeah, but I, I found it very, very interesting, and I really, really liked it. Uh, I, I, I give it a seven. Uh, I'm gonna give this episode a seven point five, because it it okay. vastly improved from the previous episodes as far as entertainment value. Uh, all the other ones were so bland and kind of boring, and this one at least you got uh, some interesting stuff with the build up to the Trump campaign. And it, fe- it just felt more fast-paced. I think a lot of it had to do with there was all these newspaper clippings flying by and stuff you've seen in the past, and it made you it made me connect to the story more. Where the, like, the big problem we said in the past, and I just mentioned, it's hard to connect to a story when you don't, like, they just assume you're supposed to know the characters. I agree. Well, now I'm going to set over f- from the past to myself. Thank you, future me. Uh, yes, that is correct. I am sitting here with Bill. Hi, Bill. Hi, Fro. How you doing? Uh, happy 200th show. Happy 200th. Yes. So, we haven't had a three-person tournament in quite a while, uh, Luke, have we? Uh, no. Uh, well, I think the last one would have been the uh, best person ever tournament? Worst? Best person in a tournament ever, tournament, yeah. Right. Do you know what episode that was, by the way? Jeez, uh, 110 or something? Somewhere around there? Okay. Uh, but uh, what are we doing here, Luke? It was 111. I was damn close. Um, Ooh, damn close, yeah. We're going to do the be- best title tournament uh, round two, because we've already done this once. Uh, this time mm-hmm. we're doing... The titles for our show in between episodes 100 and 199. Yes. That means that we have 99 titles to go through. And uh, uh, let me ask you this, Bill. Was it hard to pick? Um, yeah, to be honest, because some of them I had to look back at, and I had to figure out, like, if it was... For me, if it should, if it would be in my top four or not, right? Some were easy to say no, it doesn't, and then there are others where it's like, I'm gonna take a hard pass. I wish I could, but I'm not. <laughs> that is good. Uh, so that means that I have picked out my favorite titles, four titles. Lucas picked his four favorite uh, titles, and Bill has picked his. Or pirate uh, titles. Is there anything I have forgotten before we start? 
look? I mean, I've got a bunch of honorable mentions, so at the end, maybe I'll go through some oh, of my honorable mentions. Too. Okay. I have a bunch of them as well, so that's... that's I don't cool. have any, so I'm just going to listen to whatever you got. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have a lot. <laughs> we did last time. And um, I will ask you, would this winner be the last winner? That would be interesting. Mm. I don't mm-hmm. remember what the last winner was. Uh, it was uh, Illuminati, Nazi, Nazi. Uh, that title. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, yeah, something like that. The Illuminazis? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. We will look it up afterwards. But uh, it is 114. That uh, was my pick. And it is uh, a tickle for a nickel pickle, because that's very hard to say. And it's going against another very funny pun, and that's uh, 171, and that is uh, Bill's pick. And that is No Sense Nonsense Media, also a very funny pun. Uh, so what were those two shows all about, Luke? Well, 114, we talked uh, Clash of Champions. Uh, This would have been 2017 Clash of Champions predictions. We did uh, top five best and worst TV shows of 2017, because this was December, middle of December. December. Uh, Another digital review of Just Getting Started. I do not remember this movie. Nope. Bill? Me neither. No, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Forgettable, clearly. And Mindhunter episode 8. Uh, what was the uh, other one, Fro? Sorry. 171. 171. Uh, main topic, common sense media. That was a fun one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manifest episode 11. And the movie The Upside. I don't remember The Upside either, to be honest. Was that the remake of that French movie? I think it was. I think it was, Brian, too. Yeah. Yeah with, Brian, yeah, with Brian Cranston and Chris Rock or something like that. Exactly. That's exactly what it was, yeah. Yes. Uh, so... I remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to vote for my pick, uh, Tickle for a Nickel Pickle, because it's very hard to say. What about you, Bill? <laughs> Well, I obviously have to go for mine. Uh, no sense, nonsense media. Uh, it just is a perfect description of today's media in general. It's <laughs> nonsense. Right, and, and it and it's real, it, the, the that title goes back to common sense media. Yeah. Um, which I think I'm gonna have to go with Bill on this one because okay. of maybe. I actually think the title's better overall because the other one is a little, mm-hmm. I don't know, it reminds me of uh, Our Gang or Little Rascals or something. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Common Sense Media was a huge one for us because that was a we that was like something we found that we we were like this is crazy this can't be real and it turned out to be even crazier mm-hmm. than we thought it was when we went into it. So yep. yeah, I'm gonna yep. go with Bill on that one. Uh, one seventy one. Cool. Then we have a uh, hundred and twenty-four, and that is uh, like noodles with chocolate chips. What was 
that episode about uh, Luke. Doing a lot of scrolling here. Uh, 124, yes. Elimination <laughs> Chamber predictions. Uh, our final three Oscar films uh, before the Oscars came out were we covered those in the main topic. Uh, Darkest Hour, Phantom Thread, and Call Me By Your Name. Uh, another digital review of Early Man, and Alone Together, episode six. Wow. And uh, it's sadly going against uh, one of your own. Is it? I, I, okay. The <laughs> uh, Muppet Octopus Cloning Wagon. Uh, episode 155. Okay. Uh, oh, this one we did Clone Aid. Right, that group of people who mm -hmm. uh, are investing in human cloning technology. Uh, this must have been a short show. Maybe we'd skip some stuff on this because the only other thing I see that we did in this show was... Oh, wait, no. Uh, a house with a clock in its walls with an, uh, the, uh, another digital review, and then we covered uh, Manifest, episode one. I think that uh, was one of the times I was actually very sick or something. Uh, I will go with Bill first. I When I saw the list, there were some <sighs> titles that just made me chuckle and laugh for the, the right reasons. Mm-hmm. The Muppet Octopus Cloning Wagon made me chuckle and laugh because I'm such a huge fan of the Muppets, and it just is such a creative title. So I'm going to give my vote to episode 155. Luke? Well, yeah, these are both me, I guess. So, um... I like the idea... like the I like the visual, mental uh, picture you get from both of these. Uh, the idea... Uh, noodles with chocolate chips... It makes me think of the movie Elf, where he has the noodles with all the candy in it. Oh, yeah. And then Muppet Octopus Cloning Wagon thinks, makes me think of, like, uh, some kind of futuristic uh, uh, Oregon Trail, where they have one wagon that's just cloning <laughs> octopuses for some reason. But, yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with Bill on this one and go with uh, Muppet Oct Octopus Cloning Wagon. And we are actually three of three uh, for that pick. I also think the Muppet Octopus Cloning Wagon is the best title. So it was a clear uh, uh, winner uh, and is going through to the semifinal. Then we have episode 152. That is um, my pick. Uh, and that is called Total Dana and the Fake Punch Paradox. What was that uh, all about, uh, Luke? All right, 152. Uh, we did the Total Warriors podcast review. We, I think we did <laughs> three <laughs> episodes of that, right, Phil? Yep, yep. <clears throat> um, Castle Rock episode 8 and another digital review of Kin. I believe this was also the episode which came after the week with the Big Brother incident. Yes, yes. It is uh, my personal favorite episode uh, we have done because of that. Because we talked so passionately about what happened, and it was such a big thing, and it marked the end of the Me Too movement. But it is going against uh, Bill's pick, Build a Religion Workshop. Oh, and that is 100... oh. Yeah. 
Uh, and that is uh, 134, Luke. What was 134 about? Uh, we did Backlash predictions and greater, uh, greatest Royal Rumble results. Uh, oh my gosh, I can't mm. believe we watched that crap. Um, <laughs> you didn't have to review it like I did later in the year. Right, so. I, I guess so. Uh, College of Integrated Philosophy, which is, I believe, where that title came from. And uh, Avengers Infinity War. Yes. Never heard of that movie. Yeah. Never heard of that movie. <laughs> Very independent movie. Never heard of it. Uh, Bill, I will let you go first. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a very two good title. They're, yeah, they're both good. Because 152, yeah. I think I was the one that told both of you that Dana Warrior had a podcast. I think so, yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, like we were watching a pay-per-view, and you yeah. were like, hey, did you hear Dana Warrior as a podcast? And we were like, that's not real. Right. Yeah. So I, I have a little bit of sentiment in that, but Build a Religion Workshop of the four that I picked was my favorite one. It's so, oh, one of them's got to go. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm going to – I won't be upset either way. I'm going to pick Build a Religion Workshop. I'm going to go uh, and actually agree with you. I fucking love Total Dana and the fake Punch Paradox. It is, uh, like I said, it's one of my personal favorite episodes. I, I just love listening to that discussion because... That discussion is insane, and what happened on Big Brother that week was so totally fucking insane, and the Total Dana show was also <laughs> totally insane. But Build a Religion Workshop is such a good title. Right, so and we're doing the best title that. tournament, not the best episode right. tournament, right. so yeah. Just, and they both are very good titles, because the fake punch paradox makes you think, like... Uh, especially if you know the whole story of the Big Brother thing, which we should say it was like mm -hmm. a woman uh, accused a man of punching her when he was really just playing around. Uh, it, it became like a, such a big thing that, uh, was it you, Fro, that said in some country it was the number one biggest entertainment story of the year yep. last year? In the, in the UK, yes. Uh, and, yeah, it really was a huge thing. But uh, So actually, since Builder Religion Workshop has already won, and I really don't have anything to say here. I'm just going to give Total Dana and the Fake Punch Paradox <laughs> a, a point. Yeah, <laughs> That is totally fair. Then we have uh, 179. Uh, that is... Where are 179? There we are. Uh, Time-traveling goat marvels at Brexit. That's a very good long title. Against a uh, hundred and ninety, because I can't fucking read for some reason, and that is called "Shut Up, Bird." Uh, what was uh, time traveling goat Marvel's at Brexit about, Luke? Uh, it's really obvious why that it's called that, but uh, our main topic was Baron <laughs> slash Donald Trump time traveler. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, we did Eurovision. Uh, I think this was the second uh, Eurovision thing we did uh, of that of the last Eurovision, and then it, another digital review of Captain Captain Marvel, hence the name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, One ninety, and 
90s, shut up, bird, yes. Uh, another Digital Citizen's Worst Cartoon Ever Tournament. Oh. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, a what? tournament. <laughs> I wanted to go for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, in a literal sense, but... No, no, all good. Uh, what If, Episode 1. Wow, what a terrible show. Oh. Oh. And Aladdin, uh, the, new, the new 2019 one, so... Uh, I will twist this on its head. Look. Oh, jeez. Um, okay. I mean, Shut Up Bird was good because of what happened in the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, but it's maybe not as funny as Time Traveling Goat Marvels at Brexit. So I'm going to go with mine, Time Traveling Goat Marvels, with Marvels at Brexit. Bill. Um, you know, I, I'm so glad I'm on this show because I don't have to pick my own choice against another one. <laughs> um, Shut Up Bird. No. No, no, hold on. Shut Up Bird sort of reminded me of Follow That Bird, especially when I mocked that movie when I used to do Untitled Movie Project. Mm -hmm. So that's why I made the list. But Time Traveling Goat Marvels at Brexit is such a good creative title, so I'm going to give my vote to that. Yeah, and we are three for three again. <laughs> Time Traveling Goat uh, Marvels at Brexit is also my favorite of, of those two. So it clearly goes through. Then we have 147... And that is spoilers. Infowars is the Illuminati. What was that all about, Luke? Uh, right, one forty-seven. Uh, is Jim Carrey in the Illuminati? Was the main topic. Uh, Castle Rock episode three. Uh, another Disney review of Mission Impossible Fallout. And this was the show where we, in the title, accidentally predicted. Uh, <laughs> Alex Jones being banned from the internet. <laughs> yep. Because one um, week after this title, uh, Alex Jones was banned from YouTube and everywhere else. And it's uh, going against uh, 183, <laughs> Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. And what was that about, Luke? Uh, WrestleMania results. So this was right after in April of this year. Uh, TV that predicted the future was a fun main topic. Uh, we talked Eurovision, mm -hmm. of course, and then Shazam was the, the another digital review. Mm -hmm. I will go with the one that has uh, some stake in this, because one of them are yours, Bill. No, Luke, sorry. Uh, Luke, you go first. Um... Hmm. Uh, I like mine. Let's see. 183 is Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. See, the, I think we made that specifically to sound dirty, but not be dirty, right? Uh, yes. And and we made it uh, sound like a Harry Potter. <laughs> right. Uh, but, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to have to go with mine because of the... How the title predicted the future, I think. Okay. I will go with uh, Harry 
Butter and the Burning Black Hole because I think it's such a good parody title for uh, a Harry Potter <laughs> book. Uh, I think yours is good, but I don't think it's more funny than mine. And right. I think Harry Butter, Butter and the Burning Black Hole is it's funnier. More fun. It's definitely funnier, but yeah. it didn't predict the future. So now, oh. Bill, mm. Bill. Ooh, this is a tough call. This is another tough call, and I'm glad this one, none of mine are in it. Um, Fro's Choice sounds like it could be an adult movie parody. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. Yes, That's what we were going for, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But Luke's sort of actually foretold the future just by yep. the title. Uh, oh, man. It's a hard one. It is. You know what? Fro hasn't had one advance yet, so I'm going to go with Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. Okay. Oh. It was definitely... That's a funnier one, for sure. So Yeah, it is. It is more fun. Then we have 150. That is Mocking a Reverse Mormon Vampire. What was that all about, Luke? <laughs> okay, 150 SummerSlam results. Uh, Operation Mockingbird was the main topic. Uh, Castle Rock episode six in this one, and then uh, Mile 22 was the another digital review, which I don't remember. Uh, me neither. And it's going against uh, 192, and that is. Uh, Biden and Henderson super happy magic mushroom show. <laughs> uh, be, 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 okay, tell me what what it was about, and then I will explain the title. Okay, uh, n- uh, news of the week. Obviously, summer TV premieres, which I wanted to talk a little about summer TV premieres. I've barely watched any of them all the way through because they were all crap. Um, what if episode three? Talking about crap movies or TV. I mean. Uh, another digital review of Late Night. So, uh, there's a little funny backstory about this before we vote uh, about Biden and the Henderson's Super Happy Magic Mushroom Show. I said to Luke when we were done with that show, I was a little tired, and I said, let's find a very non-complicated title. And Luke says, okay, let's find something very, very short. And we're like, we were uh, at least uh, 15 minutes into the call, and we were like, okay, I give up. Let's just find the super long title instead. <laughs> and we were like, okay, Biden's and Henderson Super Happy Magic Mushroom Show. <laughs> and that is the, yeah. But uh, I. It also came out of that weird group out of. What city was it out of that was like called. Super Happy Fun Time America, remember? Right, yeah. right. But I'm going to vote against myself. I'm going to go with Biden and Henderson's Super Happy Magic Mushroom Show because that is so fucking more, more funny than a mocking reverse Mormon vampire. Look. I think they're both funny. Um, but I guess... Uh, hmm... Well, really, I think Bill should be going first here, but I'll go with mocking a reverse Mormon vampire. Ooh. Mm. Um, 
like Luke said, they're both funny. They're both funny titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, and I'm just saying this out of curiosity. I wonder what a Mormon vampire would be like. That would be- <laughs> well, well, the thing is, when we made that title, uh, the Mormon Church came out and said, "Oh, you're not allowed to call us Mormons anymore. We are the Church of Christ of Latter-day Saints," and that's why we put Mormon in the title to kind of. Mock them, <laughs> right? Yeah. Mock them, yeah. exactly. That needs a movie. If someone out there in Hollywood's listening, make a Mormon vampire movie. <laughs> I will go watch it. Um, but Biden and the Hendersons—it it reminds me like that could have been a '70s show, right? There. Yep, yep, yep. Um. Oh. It's yeah, I'll I'll go with Biden and the Hendersons, but just barely. Okay, one ninety two. I actually can picture. I know exactly what a Mormon vampire would look like. By the way, uh, <laughs> oh, no. it would be Eddie Munster in a suit with a backpack. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. We are in the semifinals. Oh, that means that we have one hundred and seventy one. That was uh, non no sense nonsense media against one fifty five, and that was the Muppet Octopus cloning wagon. Jesus Christ! I will go first for once. Uh, no, I will not because I don't have any picks here. Uh, Bell, I will let you go first. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. This is gonna break my heart. It's just gonna get harder from here, so. I know. Yeah. This is uh, terrible, very hard. Oh. I'm. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with no sense nonsense media. Okay, Luke. I'm going to go Muppet Octopus Cloning Wagon. I think it's funnier. Oh, fuck you. It might actually be the (laughs) funniest one on this list. Uh, I think uh, No Sense Nonsense Media is a better title. Okay. Yeah, and I also remember having a lot of fun. During that show, I don't really remember the Muppet Octopus cloning wagon, but I I, I think no no sense nonsense is, is so yeah I I like the pun. Sorry, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's not it's not up to me. Uh, no. It was a better show. Like it's more memorable because. We still talk about common sense media when we do movies yes. sometimes. So it's been a running gag where uh, mm-hmm. Clone Aid, while creepy and very funny, uh, not very memorable. So Then we have 134, and uh, that was... Uh, build a Religion build a Workshop. Religion shop, yes, against... Uh, 183, and that is... No, one, you're, Harry, you skipped it. 
134 versus 179, and 179 is time-traveling goat marvels at Brexit. So it's build a religion workshop versus time-traveling goat marvels at Brexit. Okay, Luke. Uh, I'll go... I think build a religion workshop is a really good title, so I'm going to go with Bill's. Uh, Bill. Um, I'm actually going to go with Time Traveling Goat Marvels. <laughs> really? We picked each funny. other's picks. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and let me pick the winner. Uh, no, I have to go with Bill's. Build a religion workshop. It's, it is so fitting for for our podcast as well. It's somehow I mean, both Bill's pick and not Bill's pick. I don't know how that is, but it's <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you so, one later, bro. Yes. <laughs> it's, uh, then it's uh, 183 um, against 192. 183 was uh, Harry Potter. Uh, Harry, sorry, almost said the magic word there. Harry Potter and the Burning Black Hole against 193. Uh, that was. 192. 192, sorry. sorry. Uh, Biden and the Henderson Super Happy Magic Mushroom Show. Jesus Christ. I will go first. Uh, I will go with myself. I think Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole is more funnier than the Biden one, sorry. And also a little shorter. Bill. I'm actually going to agree with you, Fro. I'm going to go with Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. Yeah. Luke? Let's see. Um, what would you have voted? Right. I, it doesn't really matter what I pick, but I'm going yeah. to I'm, I'm gonna go with uh, you guys. I think it is a better one. And just the mental image of a butter with hair all over right. the top of it is, <laughs> is funny. It is. It is funny. Uh, that means we have uh, three finalists. Oh, so we will first go A versus B. That is 171 against uh, 134. So uh, 171 is No Sense Media. And 83 uh, was Harry Potter and the Burning Black Hole. Luke. Um, it's either No Sense Nonsense Media or Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. Try. I'm just saying them out loud <laughs> to like get them in my brain because right. they're both really good. Um, they are very good. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, 183. Harry Butter. Okay. Uh, Luke, uh, went yes, so your name is Bill? Yes. Unless you want me to go as Luke as well. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I'm. Yeah. I'm going to go with Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. Okay, we have a winner, because I would uh, pick that as well. Uh, well, we have a winner in that that 
final let's see yeah right so we will go <laughs> again with 183 and there was a uh, Harry, Harry butter butter. and the burning pepper. yeah yes against uh, C193 and 92 sorry and that was Biden and the Henderson no no nope. 183 183. 134. So, Build a Religion Workshop versus Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. Yes. And... I will... Yeah, you guys should go first this time. Yeah, I will go first. I will go with Build a Religion Workshop. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that mm -hmm. as well. I agree. 100% agree. Okay. So, then we have C... 171 versus 183. So, 183 is Harry Butter and the Burning Black Hole. Uh, against... Against 171, which is no sense, nonsense media. Luke... Uh, I'm going to go No Sense Nonsense Media. I'm going with Harry Potter and the Burning Black Hole. Did we do this one? Did we do this match already? One eighty-three and one. Didn't we do that one first? Did we? Let's see. One seventy-one versus one thirty-four. No, I don't think that's... I think that's the one we haven't done yet. Oh. Yeah, you, you did the wrong ones yes. very first, Fro. So this I did, first... I did. Sorry. The first thing should be the last one, and then we gotta do the first Sorry. one. Sorry. No, it's fine. Okay. So, A versus B. So, 171 versus 134. Nice catch, Bill. Uh, mm -hmm. No... No Sense Nonsense B Media versus Build a Religion Workshop. This is a gonna be a close one. Yes, because I really, really don't know. Uh, uh, both are Bill's picks, so I think it's best that we go first, uh, Luke. Uh, I will go with Build a Religion Workshop. What, what about you, Luke? I... I'm going to agree with you. Wow. Which means we have a winner, but Bill, what what did you pick out of these two? Um, I probably would have agreed with the both of you. Go with Build a Religion Workshop. Mm hmm Which makes so yeah. That, that means the winner of the best tournament ever uh, name sorry <laughs> best title ever tournament is. Build a religion workshop! Woo! Yay! Woohoo! Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have been my personal pick. Uh, I mean, you guys took a bunch of the ones that I really liked, because uh, I went last as far as picks go. Um, but mm. 
uh, I think Total Dana and the Fake Punch Paradox I thought was going to be a, a big contender. I also thought, spoilers, Infowars' The Illuminati was going to be a big contender. Um, but Build a Religion Workshop was just such a solid title. I think that really is what put it through. And 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 we covered so many strange religions on the show. So it kind of fits uh, what we have done on the show the best as well. Do you kind of understand what I mean? Right, and that mm-hmm. specific show, 134, was all about... Uh, uh, or the main topic was all about a religion, so yeah. Right. And it, it's, it's just uh, like... I, I think it fits... Uh, a little more. But uh, you have a lot of honorable mentions. While I look for the winner of last tournament, uh, why don't you tell us, Luke? <sighs> okay. Uh, do you have any? Do you want to do one and one or just have me do all mine first? No. I will let you go first because okay. I'm looking for the winner right, of okay. last one. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember what it was and I don't have it written down. So, uh, uh, Episode 100 was called Trumple Stiltskins. Which is a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pink Fajita Wars, episode 106, was pretty funny. Uh, one, 111, I really like. The Fight of the Pacifists, I thought was a very good episode. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Uh, capturing Fish Souls in Ice, 119, which was, uh, that was about Harp and how they thought that Harp was capturing people's souls, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snowflake Russia rigged Eurovision. 126. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, shoot first, ask, ask Nibiru later. was a very funny one. Mm-hmm. Uh, 133, the Crying Rainbow Dresses theme music. I have so many in here. Uh, mm, come on. Just ba- to, uh, give it. Uh, ban us, Hands of Speech, number 148. Uh, 143, mm-hmm. a funny fart to firework ratio. <laughs> Uh, oh this one I like 170 helping JC escape the sonic crickets actually that one probably should have been like in my list because that was that was the one where both remember when uh, Jesus Christ was like getting in trouble on YouTube and we had to back him up and everything and that was the same time as we were doing the sonic crickets story with the, the CIA heart attack gun and everything like that uh, 173, Dianetics Literacy Classes. A funny one. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- uh, 191, Nessie Finds Millennial Toilet Paper on iTunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have someone. Uh, Godness, that's sexual. That's one of my favorites. Uh, Wrestling with Echoes of Time Travel. I, I really like. I had that one Welcome as one of them, yeah. Yeah, uh, welcome to the internet, because that is so apropos. That episode is uh, also one of my uh, favorites, by the way. I think that's Uh, when they started banning people off YouTube, right? Yep, yep. That is uh, uh, the BLT killer, because Fro doesn't know how to say words. It's kind of funny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, I got another one here. Uh, Uh, An audience of ventriloquists? 162. Yep. That was a good one. The uh, Pontastic Captain Stain is a good one. Uh, 101, the Abacult. Yep. Uh, n- 
I think uh, CPR to Jesus in Ikea is a good one. <laughs> Uh, I really like this one was kind of like uh, it's not funny, but I liked it because it was kind of uh, I don't know moody 140 taping the rain together. I don't know. It sounds like mm-hmm. some indie bands kind of uh, song middle song in their album. Right. Yeah. Uh, I uh, really like uh, filling a bathtub, a bathtub with uh, robotic bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of good ones. Uh, p- Pirates legalize yeah. satanic bananas. One fifty-eight. <laughs> Very good one. Okay, but uh, look, I found one uh, who won. So we are going to do now uh, decide what was the best title uh, of For- last year and this year. No, not correct. Or from. No. The first 100 episodes and the second 100 episodes. So we did 100 wow. episodes this time, and we did 100 episodes last time. Uh, and this time, obviously, we just said, but uh, the winner was Build a Religion Workshop. And the mm-hmm. last last time, uh, in round one of this, what was the, the winner, Fro, in the first 100 episodes? Yes, tell me that title, because I'm going to fuck it up. Interterrestrial Illuminazis. Mm-hmm. So, Bill, since you weren't here, is that a good title? Ooh. So, basically, you guys could have been talking about alien Nazis. It sounds like... <laughs> I think we were covering <laughs> Nazi treasure train at the time. If you remember in Poland a number of years ago... Uh, they were searching for a lost uh, tr- train, Nazi train filled with gold. I don't know if you remember that. And then obviously we're talking about aliens. That's my guess. Right. But, uh, if you had uh, to pick a winner between uh, Builder Religion Workshop and this one, this interrestrial Illuminosis, who would you pick, Bill? I'd go with Builder Religion Workshop. Luke? Um, I don't know. They're kind of tied to me, but I guess I would go interterrestrial Illuminazis. Okay. Okay. So that means that I have to pick between two fucking amazing titles, but I have to pick last time's winner, interterrestrial Illuminazis as well. I think they tie, technically, in my mind. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, Bill, uh, please plug whatever you want to plug. Well, I'd like to plug my charger, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) But I'm push. uh, Listen to uh, that wrestling show. This week, we are going to preview SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver Toronto. And uh, check out Eliminated, a Royal Rumble podcast that came out earlier this week where we discussed the men's 2019 Royal Rumble match. Thank you so much for being on and helping us deciding uh, a very good title. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Bill. Thank you for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you, Bill. That was very interesting main topic there. Best title tournament. Sorry that we messed the little things up, but <laughs> that's what we do on the podcast. We mess things up. It all worked out in the end, so yeah. it doesn't. It it, it didn't yes. like screw up things so badly that we had to redo anything or anything. So that, that, at least that no, that's no. a happy accident. I mean, a happy ending, uh, not a happy accident. I said that earlier. I'm repeating myself now. <laughs> You're repeating yourself now. You're repeating yourself now. Bye-bye. Uh, I watched Quack. <laughs> I I've seen some movies this week. Have one of the movies you've seen this week, uh, week uh, by any chance, came from Netflix, Luke? Uh, uh, yeah. Hmm. Can I guess uh, that it, uh, what it was named as well? Yes, you have 50 questions. We're going to play 50 questions. <laughs> was it uh, the Red Dead Sea Diving Resort by any chance? Uh, yes, I did see this. Um, uh, this film, I, I think it was a film. <laughs> Amazing movie. Amazing movie. Tell me about it, Luke, because we both saw this movie. Well, it's about, uh, it's a, I guess it's a historical event, because I think it was based on true, a true story, is what I'm to understand, um, mm-hmm. about some Americans, well, one American and some other people who set up this fake diving school to... Um. Uh, to help people who are fleeing Ethiopia, Ethiopian Jews who are fleeing like uh, dictatorship, I think is what it is, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally. And this and uh, it go ahead. It's it's with with, with some fa- fa- it's it's uh, with some famous people uh, who's in this movie. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley was in it. And then the main uh, character, was... Captain America, was in it. Yeah. Whatever his name is. Captain America, yeah. But this wasn't a good movie, was it? I didn't like it. Um, it very oh. politically motivated, clearly. Uh, I thought Captain yeah. America was a very interesting choice uh, for the lead role of this film. I mean, it just... Mm-hmm. It was based on a true story, so uh, I don't know I don't know the story completely, so I can't comment on how... How uh, directly tied in, but it's mostly about uh, building the the diving school. It doesn't really go into um, helping the people, except for kind of right at the very beginning. You know what I mean? Um, but overall, right. it had some comedy elements, I guess. Um, it was kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, in places it had comedy elements. It had a little bit of action. It had a little bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. The acting, I can't say it was horrible, but it just, I was not entertained no. by it. Is the problem like it felt like a very blah movie? I don't know. What about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I gave this a six. I gave it a four point five. Oh, you, you really didn't like it. Uh, can I guess another movie was also maybe from Netflix this week? Okay. Uh, that you saw? Was it maybe Otherhood? I didn't see this. Okay, good. Okay, it's about three friends. It's with Patricia Quet, Angela Bassett, and Felicia Hoffman. It's about three friends that uh, feels that they are a little forgotten 
uh, on Mother's Day, and uh, they decide to uh, go on a car trip uh, to surprise their son in, in New York. So this is a car trip movie, and with uh, moms visiting their sons. Road trip buddy movie, and, right. Yeah, yes. But... Uh, this is also a piece of shit. Is it with Netflix? Why can't they fucking do a good fucking movie, Luke? I don't know. They've really been crapping it up lately. It really is true. Even some of the TV shows that have yeah. come out lately have been just crap. I think we talked about one of them last week, yeah. Yeah. I give this a four. Okay. Well, not as bad as I thought you'd give it, to be honest. Uh... I saw a movie on Hulu. I think this is part of their In the Dark series that I was talking about from. That you had seen okay. something from, right? Mm -hmm. This one was called School Spirit. Um, yeah. So it, it's uh, it's about a a school. It's like deten uh, detention. The first Saturday detention of the school, and uh, this kid tells a ghost story about this. A masked guy who haunts the school, you know what I mean? And uh, then it actually comes true, and people start dying. And um, the ending is a little interesting, I guess, as far as, like, the, I, I, it was kind of obvious what was going to happen, but the ending itself turned out pretty fun. Um, it, 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 has, it has kind of a twist, almost Shyamalama ending to it, which I really kind of enjoyed. So, uh, overall, I'm going to give it a 6.5. Okay. Uh, the acting, cool. very poor, but I'm going to give it an extra point. I think it would have got a 5.5, but that twist ending really got me. Uh, I'm just going to say that I watched Brightburn again, uh, because it came out on a better quality. Uh, then I watched Aladdin uh, again, uh, also came out this week. Uh, uh, I saw it uh, in the movies didn't really hate it uh, didn't really love it either uh, it was interesting to see again uh, yeah so Brightburn and Aladdin so I'm not really going to use a lot of time on that but uh, what else did you watch this week American Hangman uh, oh this is a good movie with, oh gosh, what's his name? Why can't I remember his name right now? Uh, Donald Donald Sutherland. Um, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, and he gets kidnapped, and he's like a judge. And mm -hmm. um, we think that he's supposed to be the ju judge of this other guy, but it turns out he's being judged kind of uh, on this live stream being put across the internet. A very good movie, kind of reminiscent of... Um, uh, what's that... What's the movie with the creepy guy with all the cameras? Uh, uh, sure, but kind of reminiscent uh, of that. Uh, yes. It definitely playing off the fear, some some people's fear of the internet and the dark web and things like that. You know what I mean? It's playing off that, which I thought was funny to me, but interesting. It's an interesting concept. Donald Sutherland is great in this. Uh, the other guy, whoever the other uh, the bad guy is, he was also very very good. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Vincent Carthizer? I've never actually heard of him before. Action. 
Yeah, their interaction together is just like on screen is fucking amazing. I remember watching this movie and going like, "Wow, really?" Uh, yeah. I mean, it it it's all set kind of in one place. There is like the uh yeah police station, and they I guess they do go investigate it. So yeah, there's a multiple settings in this. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the acting's really good. I don't know, some of the acting in, like, the police station stuff kind of feels like a network sitcom yeah. cop drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right. the story really pulls everything together. And the one thing that's really silly about it is the fact that, uh, the government would instantly shut down a live stream like this, and it would, you know, right. you couldn't get that actual kind of engagement there's showing in the movie where there's millions of people watching and responding, you know what I mean? Um... That would never really happen in real life, but it's it's fun mm. fantasy. Uh, right, I need what to give it a. Give? Uh, I give it a six. Uh, six. Yep. Yeah. I I would rate it maybe a seven. It's a little long time since I've seen it, but yeah. Uh, but I saw uh, Nicolas Cage movie this week. It's called A Score to Settle. Uh, and it's a revenge uh, movie thing. Uh, if you've seen one revenge movie thing, you've seen them all. But I really uh, enjoy this movie. Not like tremendously like it's going to be on my best movies of the year, but good enough to like give it actually some credit. Uh, it's just like uh, guys come out of jail for sitting in jail for something he kind of didn't do uh, and also did, but also was blamed by somebody and trying to find one people that had put him in jail and also having a relationship with his son. Uh, So it's a father-son dynamic that works and Nicolas Cage can actually act in this movie. So yeah, I I give it a uh, clear... Seven. Well, I mean, Nicolas Cage hasn't been anything in anything good in a while, so I'm, I'm happy for Not him. since Mandy. Yeah. You haven't seen Mandy, though, so... I saw a review of it, and some people don't think it's as good as you do, Fro. Let's just say that. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I love that movie, though. <laughs> anything else? Uh, no, that was it for movies this week. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So let's go into another digital review of uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. Ooh, the rock. Action movie noises. Action, <laughs> action. I said, we're all going. You might want to just... He's doing what I think he's doing. I was on survival. 64. Cowboy up. Wait, is this Transporter or is this Fast and Furious? I'm confused. Because <laughs> this looks a lot more like Transporter to me. It does. I'm going to see this, by the way. Monday or Tuesday next week. I haven't seen a Fast and the Furious movie since Fast and the Furious 5. Okay. I've seen them all. That was such a disappointment. I was, uh, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched one since. Mm. The Rock definitely does not help. 
Fast and Furious. He might be good in other movies. This series, he, I don't think he helps. I think he hinders. I can understand that. Yeah, this does not look like a Fast and Furious movie, Fro. At all. No, it doesn't. Where's the no, gangs of, of street uh, racers? <laughs> I don't see any of them. We're gonna need cars and guns. Oh, I can handle that part. <laughs> but Idris Alba is the bad guy in this movie, so... Oh my Ooh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, this looks like an okay action movie, but it's not Fast and Furious. That's all I gotta say. But it's 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 Hobbs and Shaw. It's Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. It, I would actually maybe even call this movie Triple X Four or whatever the last one of those was with Vin right. Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> action, action! Slow motion action, punches! Action. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, what is this Oscar nominated movie all about? In a movie title that's way too long, Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw ever since hulking law, <laughs> lawman Hobbs, a local uh, loyal agent of America's diplomatic ser secret service and lawless outcast Shaw, a former. British military elite operative first faced off in 2015's Fast and Furious 7, the duo have swapped smack talk and body blows as they've tried to take each other down. But when cyber-genetically enhanced anarchist Brixton gains... Oh, Brixton gains control... Actually, Brixton gains... That could be the name of a villain, couldn't it? Um... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, or uh, a rock star who used to be a uh, country singer. Um, control of an insidious bio-threat that could alter humanity forever. It's got a 7.1 out of, t out of 10 on IMDb, 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, 91% of Google users liked it, and 60% on Metacritic. Yeah, look, I did something I don't think I've done on the show before. I went to IMDb. This week, okay, uh, and uh, looked into user use there instead. Uh, uh, one Kelly Core gave it nine out of ten and had the title "Just What You Expect." Last time, I took my sons uh, to preview screening of Hobbs and Shaw, and it's exactly what you expect: a lot of action fights. Chases an overload of testosterone. There's nothing wrong with that, sure. If you start nitpicking, there's some flaws in the continuity uh, and all, but uh, it's not that kind of movie that needs to be nitpicked. We had a great time. My boys loved uh, their first midnight preview. To me, that's all that counts. That's kind of nice. Um, yeah, that's why I picked it. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's sweet. Uh, but uh, I also found uh, 
uh, nine out of ten that I found kind of funny. Uh, and it all it says is warning spoilers. Seven uh, two hundred and forty out uh, of three hundred and forty-seven found this helpful. Yeah. Okay. Um, I went to the Facebook, of course. I'm surprised there still are Facebook pages for movies at this point, but I- I'm continuing to do it. Uh, San Zuen says, Awesome action scenes. Huge fan of uh, these two aw- awesome action stars. The whole team did an amazing tr- job, and this soundtrack is so cool. I, I just love it all. Uh, Ryan Fuller says, this movie was okay, shouldn't shouldn't have had the Fast and Furious title. The original cast, of course, was nowhere to be seen, and this had nothing to do with cars at all. Um, but Scott Sim- Simpson says, great cast, great action, great humor, great cameos, loved it all around. So, uh, Also coming out of, uh, this week is Kathy Griffin, A Hell of a Story. It has... 4.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Uh, do I see what it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Has it got anything on Rotten Tomatoes? No, no. Probably not, because this is like a one-night event only in movie theaters. Uh, but ah. it did come out in movie theaters. So. Phantom Events and Brainstorm Media have partnered up with Kathy Griffin to bring her docu-comedy special Kathy uh, Griffin and ha- uh, uh, Hell of a story to theaters one night only, yeah, on May 30th. Uh, no, here's uh, the, yeah, here's what it's about. An image of Griffin holding a mask resembling the severed head of President Trump was released. The image went global, and everything she had worked for her in her life vanished overnight. See uh, this story live on the big screen. So the hell of a story is the story about the whole uh, mask, uh, Trump head, bloody Trump head, if you remember that from. Yes, I do remember that. So, out of those two movies, which one do you have? You have to pick one. <laughs> I mean, I'd watch Fast and Furious. I don't. It, it, the thing is, I don't. It looks like a good action movie. I just think right. they added Fast and Furious on there to like sell it, but it, right. it's just not. It's not that. It should be called Hobbs and Shaw, and I wouldn't have that argument. So there you go. <laughs> right. uh, movie bedtime. Right, let's. Ju- we only got this one thing to talk about is the Fast and Furious box office numbers. So let's check that out. Right. Uh, sixty million opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. It's not yeah. terrible. I mean, it's not ninety uh-huh. million, but that's what like r- the giant movies that uh, that were were last week got. So I know, but uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, enough. To me to win this uh, August. I really don't. I don't think that's your biggest movie. I think I think think Scary Scary Stories is your biggest movie. I think it's going to make more than 60. But I could be wrong. Dora I don't think is going to make as much just because it's a very like, it's only little kids. uh, Family, like to only little little kids, not fa- like with the ten right. year olds and things like that, aren't gonna go. So scary stories to tell in the dark seems like your biggest movie to me, but we'll see what happens in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? 
Uh, just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Get a free trial. Uh, share the podcast. I don't think we've said that at all yet. Maybe nope. we did. I don't know. Sharing is caring, as uh, we say. We are a part of the podcast all the time podcast network. That's a pod uh, at pod all the time uh, PN. Uh, uh, we are in a network. Uh, we are uh, in a network with some uh, other podcasts called Random Unnamed Podcasts. Creative Ins in in intuitive creative intuitive and real aka truth check them out and check out uh, the podcast network uh, go to our facebook go to our twitter uh, share those uh, with th other people so they can uh, be friends on our group and on our twitter page uh yeah uh, anything in the Jeremy section you want to talk about? Jeremy section. I, I mean, is there any news we really missed? Uh, uh, I feel we, like we have covered everything. I mean, Brexit, there's a, a bit of stuff that came out. Uh, the Apparently, uh, Boris Johnson started spending a ton of money, uh, like, Millions of dollars all of a sudden, and people are concerned that he's getting ready for a general election. Uh, so there's already talk of a snap election, Fro, after the 31st. Like, it looks like Boris Johnson, even though he's talking all this talk about how, oh, we're definitely going to be out by the 31st. He's starting to gear up for a general election, meaning maybe <laughs> maybe he doesn't believe so much in his own rhetoric. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Woodstock? Yeah. You want to talk about Woodstock? Yeah, let's talk a little about Woodstock. It, it was cancelled. They call it the new Firefest. What I heard, Fro, is... Uh, it's uh, some, They released something saying there's a possibility it could happen. They don't know where, and if it does, it will be free. And they don't know what bands are going to be there. So a great marketing strategy there. <laughs> super, super strategy. Yeah, no, I, I but uh, everybody is calling it uh, the new new uh, Firefest. I love that. <laughs> they even make a joke in the, the article I sent you that mm -hmm. uh, Netflix is making uh, is getting ready to make a documentary about it. <laughs> I I didn't get that far. It's not like people were stranded on an island like the other one. It's not quite the same, right. but sure. I guess the only other thing I had was the two YouTube videos from MSNBC I sent you uh, with the commentators. Uh, two, oh. I guess they were both conservative commentators, even though one of them was talking a lot of very liberal things. But I guess actually, according to her Wikipedia, she's also a conservative. But they were using these tragedies to spin it to kind of smear Bernie Sanders by saying... Well, I, I, these conservatives saying, I don't blame Bernie Sanders when one of his supporters shot up uh, some politicians. Like, you don't have to bring that up. That's Using the tragedy for politics is so dirty and gross. And also, what is it with our one of our favorite YouTube channels, by the way? A very good channel, but they suddenly have decided... To become TV, uh, what is his name again? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, and Dubs. 
Oh, iDubs. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about I-dubs. the iDubs movie at all. It, it, I was going to put right. that down for the movie round. Right. I mean, it was basically done like a, a full-length documentary, except so, it was only an hour and ten minutes or something like that. Yeah. But a full-length would technically... Go ahead, sorry. No, it's it was amazing. Really, really good. And really funny, and really, like... Honestly, Fro, I know people like that or i've known people like that in my past like especially in the midwest that's a very typical american like friend group i guess you know what i mean like in rural kind of midwest like that's not unusual for people to be like that um and i thought it was a really good insight especially for people who aren't american you know what i mean um but it was uh, we should say what it was about it was about uh what's his name lightsaber kid I think it's what everybody Life calls him online. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, he... The documentary is called Full Force, and you find it on iDubs TV. That's uh, Full Force on iDubs TV on YouTube. Go and check it out. It has uh, 8.2 million viewers. So if you haven't watched it, go and watch it. Uh, we really, 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 really recommend it. Yeah. And support that guy because I'm sure he put a lot of work into that. It, you know what I mean. It definitely seemed like it was a quite a hassle to shoot. So yeah, years years of Teddy, his name is. There we go. Yeah. All right. Lightsaber Kid was yes. a different. Was the first lightsaber kid. This is like the second lightsaber kid, kind yeah. of. <laughs> right. Years of Teddy. And uh, yeah, his views on dieting and how he holds his house and yeah, it's it's. It's very, very, very interesting. That's all I would say. Okay, I think that's it uh, for the week. Yeah, I think that as well. Oh, two hundred show uh, in the books, bro. Yeah, I, 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 I was hoping you weren't going to fucking mention that because. Uh, last time I cried, and I, I really want to cry because there are so many people. I want to thank, and if I begin mentioning people, I will just remember that we did this for 200 fucking shows. Uh, I love you, and I'm fucking love doing this for 200 shows. Uh, let's do it for 200 more. How about that? Yeah, and everybody, thank yeah. you, everybody out there who's contributed or helped out or anything like that, or even just listened. <laughs> especially people who have been around since the beginning. So thank you so much, and we'll be here for 201, so don't even sweat it. <laughs> Next week we're going to have uh, news of the week. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, something about Trump, something about Brexit, something about Julian Assange. We haven't had that in a long time. Uh, and I will go a little left. And say some news about Norway that will be very controversial for right. some reason. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's something about Iran and possibly something <laughs> about Cuban the Cuban sonic attacks. That, those are my guesses. Okay. Uh, then we will do the loudest voice, uh, episode seven. Finale. Last episode. Finally. <laughs> oh, if it is as good as last episode, I will actually not fucking complain, so it's okay. I mean, it's going to be but about I, the election, clearly. I know that's what right. it's going to be about, and it, then it'll probably end with him dying, so 
it, you know, we kind of are. It's like the ti- watching Titanic. We know what's going to happen, but hopefully, it's good. Yeah, uh, we will do another digital review of Good Boys. Uh, is that about people being very, very good? You know what I bet it's about? I bet it's a talking dog movie. <laughs> right? Good boy. Exactly. Good, good boys. Good boy. It's like <laughs> Beethoven's ninth or something, right? Uh, that is so fucking funny. Uh, because of uh, us being on Twitter, we, we made some Twitter friends already. One of our Twitter friends is at Trivia Chick. That's Trivia underscore chick at trivia uh, underscore chick in one word uh, he, she runs a YouTube channel and also a Twitter account called uh, Trivial Theater uh, she does uh, movie trivia and the reason why I mention her is that she's going to be on next fucking week uh, as uh, our special guest, and we will talk about, guess what? Movie trivia! Because that's what she does uh, on her YouTube channel and also on her Twitter account. So follow her on both those accounts, and we will talk uh, about uh, what's her least uh, favorite trivia, what's the most used wrong movie trivia. We will talk about a little about how to build how she came up with the uh, ID, uh, how it is to be an independent, very small YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, that's we're going to talk about movie trivia and YouTube yeah, next week. Exactly. With the uh, uh, trivial uh, theater. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, should be good. Uh, another interview sec- segment, and uh, we're going to do more of those in the future. So. Yeah. Mhm. Well, I think two hundred thank yous uh, from Norway. Sorry, I begin crying. Uh, from Norway, my name is Fro. His name is Luke. Goodbye, everybody. Two hundred goodbyes. Goodbye, citizen. Mm-hmm.